T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome on in. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese as we are live. Chickies Fridays are back, buddy. What's uh, up, Ike? How about that? Fritzy. Oh, that's your boy. Is that claps? We're yeah, getting claps? Wow. Yeah. It's good to be back. Smattering. It's, it's and claps. It's good to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. We have 18 engineers down here to, to put this broadcast on. It's a big deal. No, it's a huge deal, Chickies Friday. So uh, we're g- glad to be back, of course. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's signature menu items, pregame, in-game, or post-game Chickies and Pete's. I guess we're on A.J. Brown watch. Yes, if, the real, if the real A.J. Brown, you know, we don't know the his Twitter account. So uh, he said he's going to call sometime. Maybe he'll call, maybe he won't. So obviously, if A.J. Brown calls, we will get him on the line. But uh, here's where I want to start today because I'm curious because it's been a week, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's been – Really, since the end of the year, um, there's been little leaks and things coming out about the team, and no one can really put their finger on it. Um, but it seems like this week especially, a lot of stuff going on, you know, coming out about the Eagles. And what I want to know on this Friday is how worried people are about this team. Where is your Eagles worry meter? Um, because for me, it's pretty high. Like, uh, if I was doing high, medium, or low, my worry meter on the Eagles is high, Ike. Mm-hmm. And I why, just why, – Why? Tell me why. Because me why. I talk just – Let me talk no one, here's, here's, here's where, where I'm at with this thing. Okay. Is that no one's coming out and, and really giving any kind of calming presence about this. It, it feels like it's more being lit on fire. And even the D-Gun report, it's like – that's not calming at all either. You know, I know that we, we j- joked about the Dom thing, but, like, if that's a thing, that's a problem. If, yeah, that didn't necessarily make everybody at ease. No. <laughs> if the quarterback, you know, changed with the contract, that, that's a big concern. And I just keep waiting and waiting for something to come out that makes me feel like not like the, the GIF where it's everything's fine is the house is burning down. Mm-hmm. And it, it's starting to really terrify me that we're not getting any of that, Ike. We're not getting everything's fine. It was just a bad end of the, end of the season. We're still together. The locker room's together. We're pulling in the same direction. Everyone likes the quarterback. Like, where is that? Where is that? Why can't we get that? And that's my biggest worry with this team right now. And it feels like 05. I know you weren't here for it, but mm-hmm. – but you know obviously what happened where it felt yep. like a fractured locker room. 
Oh, um, it was a fractured. It was a locker fractured room. locker room. Mm-hmm. And listen, Andy is turned out to be one of the best coaches of all time. So it wasn't Andy's fault. Yeah. Um, well, he, it was. Well, he, he he couldn't. I mean, he tried to control it, but couldn't. Right. Um, it, it feels like 18, 19, 20 before 20 ended up being a, an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just worried about the, the current state of this team. And my worry meter is high. Like, I just – can the quarterback and the wide receiver put out an Instagram? Can they, can they not add fire <laughs> to the flames? Can, they, can there be one kind of thing being sent up, a flare being sent up? We're fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. We're working out down in Texas together. Right. Like, can we do something? So, I, well, I just – I'm, I'm worried. Ike. Listen, I, I that that would go a long way to, you know, pouring water on what has been, let's just face it, a lot of rumors and innuendos and speculation. And I'm not saying none of it is warranted. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying any of that. This is not me attacking the media. Um, this is more or less. There, there, there could have been. There's not. There's been opportunities if the players that have been discussed wanted to to pour water on a lot of this stuff and you could sort of move on from things instead we've been trying to figure out what happened down the stretch of this season and and come to some sort of some sort of realization okay this is what happened it's fixable and we can move forward from that it's not i understand it was an unprecedented precedent collapse down the stretch but seasons have ended poorly before, not necessarily just here, but anywhere. And, you, and, and everything doesn't seemingly feel like it's on fire that offseason. Like it, it's so it, there, there, are, there are things that people are speculating that there are relationship issues on the team as far as a fractured locker room, trust with coaches. Now, we pretty much got a totally different coaching staff now. It's all the Eagles finally went on and, 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 and put out – uh, their official coaching staff. They didn't so, sneak uh, Matt Patricia on there. This nah, time? No, no, didn't do any of that. That's so, so that's out there. So, and, and that's smart of them to have that out there prior to heading to Indianapolis and being asked about all this stuff. Is Howie and, and, and Nick is going to speak yep. next week, Tuesday, one thirty. Tuesday at one thirty down there in Indianapolis, one thirty and one forty-five, I believe, yep. right? Yep. Uh, for both guys, that's going to happen. So that that was smart on their part. Yeah, I, I, I listen, I think would, would it put the fan base at, at ease if there were some sort of public acknowledgement that everything is fine? Now, some people may say, well, the players don't owe us anything. You don't have to do They don't have to do anything. Well, here's why I would differ with that. Now, it's their choice not to validate, um, uh, pour water out on rumors or anything else. That's their choice. But when you're saying, when you're talking about media, especially in a, in a city like Philadelphia, and things ended as poorly as they did, and you retain the head coach, people are going to wonder. So speculation is going to happen. Yes. That's just going to happen. And so this is a part of the business. This is, this is part of it. I'm sorry. It's not comfortable. I don't necessarily love it, but it is what it is. I would much rather things be a lot simpler and already be on, out on Front Street for us, and, and we can react to that versus everybody trying to figure out what's going on and what they're going to do next. To your point about the worry meter, there is some concern there. There is some concern there. But it's still early enough that I believe that 
for me, a lot of the concern is how good is the team going to be moving forward? What's the roster going to look like moving forward? I'm more concerned about that, and I'm less concerned, as of right now, about potential personal issues going on with players. Until I know something that's concrete that says this is something I absolutely need to worry about, I'm not going to just worry about something I don't know what I'm worried about. You kind of get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what I should be worried about. Well, I think I think what my big concern is is you know we even Britton Covey, the lowest on the, the one of the lower players on the team, talking mm-hmm. about like finger. Don't, don't, don't disrespect the punter. Uh, no, I would never do that, yeah. especially in this city. Um, <laughs> but like, but a player who is still young mm-hmm. and at the, at, the, at the back end of the locker room, whatever, yeah, hasn't been saying? around for a long time. Yeah. Like even he's coming out and, and saying there's a lot of finger pointing last year. Yeah, and and. You know, Kelsey talks, and a lot of the veterans are talking. Like, yeah, it was a tough end of the season, but it's 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 a lot of that. Like, yeah, we know it was tough, but like, there's no there's no there's no nothing on the the pulse or the or the feeling of the team or like it's going to be okay. And that's what's what, what is worrying me the most is I don't know if it's going to be okay, and, mm-hmm. and I don't know like my, the the worst thing that could happen. I'm not rooting for this, but mm-hmm. I think it's a possibility. I think it's something that that might happen here is they might have to move on from some of these players that are prominent and are bigger deals and are good players still in order to, to maybe get the locker room back in a way. And I don't know if that's a good thing. Like, I, I don't know if we, we talk about a lot, like being in the business of having good football players. Mm-hmm. But if the locker room's not connected, you can't just – Well, is just, it the locker room or is it individuals? It could be individuals within the locker room. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, if it's just something between one or two players, that, that's, that, that shouldn't be an indictment. On the entire locker room. Yeah. It's not like the locker room hates each other. I don't think the locker room hates each other. Yeah. But it feels like, is there is there different, uh, like, clicks breaking out? Is there different, like, I'm team this, I'm team that, you know, whether that's coaching? I don't think, here's what I'll tell you. I don't think the locker room is split. And as far as the coaches, those coaches are gone. So they don't even know these coaches. They better get in the good graces of these coaches yeah. that are on uh, uh, staff right now. Um you got veteran players that are going to be gone that, that won't be back here next year. Like, if, if – I mean, we, we, we tiptoe around this whole A.J. Jalen thing that, that could be there. I, I don't know if it's there. If, is it something small? Is it something that can be resolved or if it's something that can't be resolved? Again, I don't want to give credence to the whole Craig Carton situation where he made it seem like something was so drastic that the Eagles wouldn't have any choice but to move on from somebody. Like, that's how he drummed that up and then tried to pour water on it and, and downplay it the next day when the other stuff came out about Big Dom. That's the one thing I will agree with Howard on. I just don't know what that is. Right. And, and until I know that something is there, as far as I'm concerned, you may have some guys that ruffled each other's feathers during the season, and they need a month or two away from each other. Who knows when they come back in April and May, OTAs, whenever they get together in OTAs, a lot of that is left in the left in the in in, in the past. Mm-hmm. Like I like I don't know. Like I, only they know this. That's why I said if, if AJ did call up today, it'd be great to ask him. Yeah. So so you don't have to necessarily speculate. Yeah, I guess it's one of those those kind of what do you feel in your gut kind of things with the worry meter. Like what do you what do you sure. what, what is the sense that you're getting out of this? Like my gut tells me. I'm at about a, 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 a eight nine on the worry meter. Like, oh, I, it is no. it is it is super no. high. And even even no. Howard, even Howard, yeah. who um, they I, I I believe what Howard says. Well, it, Fletcher Fletcher probably won't be here. 
Pleasure won't be here. So if he was the one who had a stern talking with Jalen, okay, you don't have to worry about that moving forward. If you think that's an issue. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I, I think Fletcher's playing good football. And now, we're, and now he's going to be moved on from. He won't be back. And he's one of those pillar eagles. He, yeah, but we, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, he's also in his 13th year, I know, too. but, yeah. like, are we trying to – like, I think people want to compete next year. Are they better or worse with Fletcher Cox on the team? Hey, man, we got new money. Oh, I know. We'll get to the, the, the cap going up. <laughs> yeah, but the, the new money. money doesn't matter if, if they don't get along. <laughs> like, I just like, – Howard even had, like, the – Howard didn't paint a picture of everything's fine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, like, and that's Howard who is usually positive about things with the Eagles. Yeah. So that also does concern me as well. So, like, I just – I want to know where people are at. It's been okay. a week. It has been a, it's been a long one. It's been a, man, like every day feels like something new is coming out about this football team. Mm-hmm. What's your gut telling you? What's your worry meter on this Eagles team? Where are you at? 215-592-9494. Is it high? Is it medium? Is it low? Do you think this is all just off-season nonsense? I think that's insane. But I'm medium low. I, I know. You're medium low. <laughs> but, you, but you see a little bit here. Oh, which, yeah. Which, I do. I do. I do. I, I'm not going to lie and act like everything's fine. Nope. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not the the, the dog sitting in the bird. <laughs> no, house. no, I won't. I won't act that way. No. I don't. <laughs> uh, but but, um, man, I I'm, I'm the one thing you did say that I that I certainly could appreciate. We talk about social media stuff. It would be nice if we saw a a a buddy buddy picture somewhere you know one of them post out something that says they're great well we could have had that we could have had that at the pro bowl <laughs> like, yeah like, yeah I mean, that would make everybody feel a lot better would have been nice to have that at the pro bowl you know who wasn't at the pro bowl <laughs> yeah yeah yes aj was not yeah, at the pro not bowl. at the pro bowl Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. what's your gut telling you about the current eagle situation is it much to do about nothing or is your worry meter going up jake is in delco what's happening jake Hey, what's happening, fellas? What up, Jake? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm at about a medium high, I'd say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's worrying you? What's worrying you? 7.5. Well, what's worrying me is the same things everybody's been saying. There's just there's so much smoke, and it, it kind of reminds me of a game of, of who's on first, and they're playing it, but the stadium's on fire around them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Um and then he got these hangers on, like this Carton guy. I, I hope his credibility is shot after this. It just feels he, – he feels like a vulture at this point. You know what I mean? Well, unless he's right. I mean, unless, unless there is a, a bigger story that comes out about this, Jake. Yeah, but why the walk back? Uh, I don't know if it was a super big walk back. He still said there's something going on. But, yeah, I mean, he, he definitely got a little bold, and I don't know if he expected that to get picked up the way that it did. Right, right. Well, what tempers my worry is, is something with Jalen that's often spoken of as an intangible, as his poise and all that stuff. Uh, it became very tangible in last year's Super Bowl when he threw, he had that fumble, the infamous fumble. Next drive, straight down the field. Wasn't, was unflappable. And uh, he, he even did it this past season a couple times where he doesn't get rattled. He's, he's the yeah. opposite of like what Skip Bayless called the haywire gene about Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. that's, that's in the, in the small scale. My question is, can he do it in the large scale from last season to this? And I'm leaning towards yes, but it's a little wobbly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how fast he can get acclimated to Kellen Moore's offense. You know, what Kellen Moore does with this offense. Does he try to fit an offense around Jalen Hurts uh, and what he does well? Or, you know, he's worked with Dak Prescott, and Justin Herbert. 
Now, while Dak, Dak Prescott does have some, some athletic ability, in that Dallas offense under Kellen Moore, I don't think he was ever really featured as a runner prominently like Jalen was. They ran some quarterback draws here and there down there in the red zone with Dak Prescott. I remember when early in Dak's career he had a lot more rushing touchdowns or what have you. But Kellen Moore doesn't specialize in using the quarterback's legs no. in his offense. So I kind of wonder what that's going to do for Jalen in this offense. Could it make Jalen a better passer? Because he focuses more on those things, quarterbacking from under center, things three-step, five-step drops, things that are incorporated from the old offensive playbooks versus everything being in a shotgun yes. and being a uh, rod and read or read and rod or whatever you call these offenses. Ride and decide? Ride and decide offenses. I don't know how much of that Kellen Moore is going to have in his offense this year. Yeah, I, I think the biggest question for me is, is him under center. Is he going to go under center more? And, I mean, Kellen Moore in Dallas had Zeke. Yep. Does he feel like he needs more of a bell cow guy? Does that put them in the in the market for a Saquon Barkley? Mm-hmm. Does that put them in the market for a Josh Jacobs? Yeah. Um, you know, he had Austin Eckler out in out in uh, Los Angeles. He's a guy who obviously gets a ton of touches. Could Austin Eckler be here? He's a free agent. Yep. He's a free agent. Yep. Trending down. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely trending down. Definitely trending down. But uh, he's a, he's a name to watch. So. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously he is tasked with with getting Jalen back on track. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they'll like to do some of the things Jalen likes to do, but Kellen Moore is here because of the offense that he's typically run. Yes. So you're going to have to learn that stuff also. Well, he's got to mix the uh, he's got to mix his offense with Nick's offense, the, right. the Eagles' offense. <laughs> he's going to come in and add new things. Maybe the tush push so it is is the tush push back next year. Yep. Do they sign Saquon Barkley? Well, the tush push will be here. Next It'll year. be here, but but do you sign Saquon Barkley to run the tush push and save Jalen's legs? <laughs> I would. That's, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yes. Why don't you take that idea that down to, to one Nova care away? <laughs> Jay's in West Philly. What's happening, Jay? What's going on, y'all? Look, I ain't too worried about the Eagles next year. I think we're going to bounce back. Like you said, we got the coordinators now. We got coordinators that know how to set up offenses and defenses. Last year, those guys were just calling plays on each sheet and didn't know what they was doing. So, I think we're going to be in good shape. As far okay. as Fletcher Cox, this report coming out, man, I'm glad you're leaving this. Because he didn't say too much to the last quarterback, and he want to get his fly with Jayden. Why ain't he saying something to Jordan <laughs> Davis and all his defensive teammates when they couldn't tackle nothing, when they couldn't do anything? Well, who's to say he didn't? Well, it, apparently it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> apparently he want to get all feisty with the quarterback. <laughs> like he the head man in charge in there. No. Get, get your boy Jordan Davis and all of them. Get, get your boys together. Worry about your side of the ball. And that's probably what Jay was told. And look, I wouldn't be having to force the ball around if y'all do tackle something. That, that's probably when he got upset. So let him go. Yeah, I, I mean, listen. Go. Yeah, well, Fletch is probably, probably – uh, Yeah, Fletch probably won't be back next year. Probably won't be back. Yeah. But we can never we never count out the Eagles. No, no, like The no. second that they're the, – he might, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go sign with the Jets. Right. Like, or the no, Giants. No, no. Yeah, no, no, or the no. Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, 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 no. Please come back. Please come back, Fletch. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, the one thing I do wonder about the old people, older players, not the old people, the older players, <laughs> yeah. um, was it if their message got stale last year? And, and if guys just kind of – I've heard it before, you know. I, oh, I, yeah. I've heard BG. I've heard Jason. I've heard Fletcher. You know, it's, it's time for a, a bit of a new wave. Yeah. Down at the with the Eagles. Well, here's the one thing I would say about that. 
Um, and, and I'm out in the locker room, so, I, you know, this is me kind of um, making an educated guess here. It doesn't feel like guys like Fletcher, BG, Lane, Jason Kelsey overexert their, their, their leadership presence. In other words, it's almost like they speak when they're needed to versus walking around as if I'm the leader of the team and you do what I say, I'm the captain of the team. In other words, you know, when you're at that stage and you know Jalen is the franchise quarterback, you got young guys on defense – that are facing the franchise. You got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, who are also captains that are going to be there. Well, if these guys aren't stepping up or exemplifying good leadership or vocalizing that, you almost force those older guys to have to always be the ones stepping up and talking. If you're a young guy and and you, you see things that aren't being done correctly and you want to exert your leadership, Fletcher, B.G., Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson don't seem like guys to me that will step in the way of that. So, in other words, I don't think they would hinder any young player stepping up and being a leader if that's what they were trying to do. Because I think they know that the future is – Of course yes. they do. They, they, and they, they, they embrace that. They've already won championships. They've all got a ton of money. Like, they're not threatened by, by young players. It's more or less – I tell you what, what it's more or less is older guys feeling like, man, I still got to be the one to step up and say something. This is you all's team. It's going to be your team. Why, why, why don't you guys step up and say something? That's what I would surmise frustration coming out of Fletcher is, hey, man, technically, and I'm going by the report about sunglasses and all that. Well, that probably rubs a guy the wrong way when the team is losing and they're looking for somebody to, to vocally step up and be a good leader and you walking through the – locker room with sunglasses on or something, that would irritate a veteran leader. Because you got to think about those guys are saying, I'm on my last leg. I'm trying to win right now. You guys got five, ten more years to play. So if it's not important to you, then I have to say something. But it should be important to the Devontae's, the AJ's, the, the Jason, uh, I mean, not Jason, um, the Jalen Hurts, um, Jordan Malata, like the younger players on the team, the Jalen Carters, those guys, those are if, if they want to take over the team and, and, and be the veteran presence, then as young players, that's what you have to be able to do. Like when I had leaders like Troy Vincent on the team, those guys, they, they encourage younger guys to step up, and, and especially if they recognize you had those type of qualities. Because believe me, it's not comfortable being a leader because you're not always the good guy. So take, being a leader is also taking ownership of your team. Somebody needed to step up and do that. And maybe Fletcher and those guys got a little frustrated having to be the ones that always have to answer when they know other issues are going on. Interesting. Very interesting. It matters. We're yeah. live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Buy one, get one free. Snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Find a location near you online at chickiesandpeats.com for details. We also, Ike, have a $25 gift card. Money! To Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and, and what I thought today, close out this week on Morning Show Side Topic, week number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> week number three. Week number three, more on Morning Show Side Topics, is with, with Spike ringing the bell last night. Very cool. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Although, oh, Spike rang the bell last night. It was very cool. It was kind of a weak, you know, <laughs> representation of the show. So I think that we, like, we portray ourselves as just men. 
You know, mm-hmm. like you're out there grilling. I'm cooking chili on the fire. I got plaid on, men stuff. Like you know what I mean? And it was like, eh, when? Like, it was like <laughs> that's what it sounded like. There's no, there's no force behind the the bell ring. It's like it's almost like you didn't want to hurt the bell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. That's kind of what I took away from like, it. You can hurt the bell. It's not you're, you're not gonna you know ring the damn bell. Ring the man. bell. I didn't. No one even heard it. It's like it didn't even register on the sound meter. It was a kind of pathetic showing, but it was very cool. Uh, I thought it was also cool. Kyle Lowry made his debut last night as a Sixer. He did. He got he did. knocked out. He got injured him. instantly. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Sixers, <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Sixers back in action tonight against the Cavs. Hey, thank God. Simple. <laughs> so we can get that game from last night out of our system. Simple side topic today. What's cool? What's cool? Up to imper- interpretation. Spike ringing the bell last night's cool. Uh, Kyle Lowry making his sixth debut. That's cool. Cool. Give us something that's cool. Best answer at the end of the show wins a $25 Duncan gift card. But main topic today. What's your gut telling you? What's your worry meter on this current Eagles situation? Is your worry meter high? Is it raising? Is it medium? Or is it low? This is no big deal. Get in now, 215-592-9494. We'll get your calls on the other side. Plus, Peter King on how next year could turn into a disaster. (laughs) Don't miss what Peter King had to say. Coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. America's number one sportsbook because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Now, that's $150 if your first bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. How about live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more? I really do like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ike and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The NBA. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. We are live from Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's signature menu items, pre-game, in-game, or post-game. Chickies and Pete's. A Twitter question. 
brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers. Extensive collection for the perfect gift online. Mark's Ivan Jewelers. Dot com. What's your worry meter with the Eagles? 47% saying uh, medium, 28% saying low, 25% uh, saying high. So uh, mm. a lot of people saying medium, mm-hmm. almost 50%, which would suggest that people are at least a little bit concerned uh, about where this football team is at. Um, Peter King was a, a guest on the morning show this morning and had this to say about what the Eagles might need to do this offseason. I think the other thing that has to change – this off season is, it, you know, there are when things like this happen. Okay, you know, and Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, they know who these players are. They know who these people are. They're going to have to thin the herd. They're going to have to make some changes, bring in new people, jettison some older people, or, or you know, people who are either being distractions or who are not working for the common good. Those are the kind of things on February 23rd that I think are important, taking time to consider the changes you have to make so that the team of the first 10 weeks last season is the real team and not the phony team. Thin the herd. He said they're going to have to thin the herd and, and get this team, I guess, pulling in the same direction, not being the team that – that collapse down the stretch here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with the, the salary cap going up, and we'll, we'll obviously get into that, like there's an opportunity to really add here. You know, there's an opportunity to go and add some marquee free agents, extend some of your own guys. Um, but, like, thinning the herd and, and, and having to get the locker room back in order, I mean, it feels like it, it is, in, is on the table here, and that's part of my, my concern meter, why it's high today. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, you know, Peter King, he, he said a lot there, but didn't really say anything that was earth shattering. I mean, teams thin the herd every year. Locker rooms, locker rooms change every offseason. Guys leave, free agents leave. You get rid of older players. Like those things are going to happen organically each season. Nobody brings the same roster back the following year, especially not a roster where things happen the way they did down the stretch. So I think that's going to happen. Like the Eagles will identify valuable assets, guys they believe that can help them win moving forward and, and, and that they can afford and guys that they don't believe can help them moving forward or believe that they sort of outpriced themselves uh, being here. They're going to move on from them. And they're going to have opportunities to add more players uh, to this roster. See, part, part, part of me doesn't know – that how much was the whole chemistry thing an issue versus was it more schemes, coaching, you know, falling in a bad rut, and the next thing you know, instead of us being able to come together and pull out of it, we just pulled away from each other. Like, I don't you, – you, you still are a team that was in the Super Bowl a year ago. You just won 11 games. The idea that everything needs to be blown up and everything is rotted is ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Now, they know what the issues are on that side of things. And so I would think if they felt like if that's what they needed to do, then I think most people can at least come to the conclusion that, oh, that must have been what the issue was and they needed to move on from certain people. But here's the thing with that. That's not happening with any major player. That's not happening. That, any major player that isn't a free agent, let me put it that way. You're a free agent. They may decide not to bring you back. 
But as far as that young talent on the team that's under contract, it's not happening. I just don't – it's not happening. You don't come off a season you just had and then start getting rid of your best players. Most likely not. Yeah. Most likely not. Unless there's a huge problem in the locker room, but we don't know that. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. What's your worry meter on this current Eagle situation? Is it high, medium, or low? And who or what is cool for a, for a $25 Dunkin' Donuts gift card? Get in now, 215-592-9494. Gino is in Camden. What's happening, Gino? Hey, how you doing, guys, man? Glad to get bored. Um, what I'm up, Gino? Six, I'm a 25... I'm a 25-year season ticket holder. I'm at the game last night, man, and New York, they just booed us out. They were loud a crowd. But my, my thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, here they got Maxi coming out first. The crowd goes wild. They announced the players. They got Tobias last. Dude, it went crickets in there. Are they really that not in touch with the fan base and the players that they don't know that the all-star should be the last man announced? And what do you think about if they try this, uh, what was that, that other thing they beat us with when they, they started taking games? The process? You want to do the process player. again? Do you think they're going to put us through the process no. again? No. Nope. That's not happening. Not anytime soon. Let me put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it, who, it, and who? It, it literally can't happen as long as you have Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey on the team. So it, it, it really okay. can't happen uh, anytime and, soon. And like I wanted to ask you, who do you think is so unintouched or not in touch with the fan base that they don't know your all-star should come out last? You know, That's I did. I, I noticed that last night, Gino. We were in the building last night. Uh, as Spike Eskin was down there ringing the bell for the Sixers. I and, and, and I did notice that Tyrese Maxey was called first. I, I thought first. that was a little strange also. I, I don't know. Like, you, your best player usually is your last player who gets called out. Yes. And, and since Embiid is not playing, I would imagine Maxi should be the last player introduced. The all-star. The all-star. <laughs> yes. right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I found that weird, too. Maybe that was just a snafu. Maybe they switched that up tonight. Well, we can't have snafus. G- Gino, uh... well, who would be <laughs> Who would be responsible for that? Not, I have that no idea. The Sixers, yeah. It's, not, it's, someone, it's, it's all not Matt Cord's fault. Well, Cord's fault. Well, whoever handed Matt Cord the uh, starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. Gino, uh, <laughs> okay. who or who what is cool? Uh, I can't say, man. You can't think of one thing that's cool? <laughs> one thing that's cool? Yeah. That uh, that Mackie's really coming to his own, nah, man. Nah. <laughs> out, out. Maxi coming to his own like big answer? Is that going to be a winning answer? You got to start it. No, I don't think it'll be a winning answer. Yeah, you don't think it's... I mean, listen, he scored an empty 35 last night. It was. It was. Oh, know. man. Maxi was awesome last night. Mm. <laughs> there was a stretch in the fourth quarter where they, they could have made that game close, and it was brick three, turnover. Man, it was, it was cool to be down there, though. It was it was cool being down there, though. Yeah. Um, First game after the All Star break. Um, Knicks fans certainly did have a loud voice last night. They had the, the, the MVP chants were were pretty loud for for <laughs> Jalen Brunson. Brunson. Yeah, was at the line. Uh, a lot of Knicks jerseys walking around. A lot of Knicks jerseys walking around last night. Also, I got stuck in I think the worst predicament to be in in a, in in a crowd. What happened? Well, you know. Obviously, I was going down and trying to try to find you guys. Yeah. And when you go to a game alone, 
and try to meet up with people, sometimes you get stuck in the awful situation of being by yourself. <laughs> um, because you guys were down there earlier than I was. Yeah. And then we tried the awkward, like, oh, we'll meet up here, meet up here. And then I couldn't right. get back to where you guys were. <laughs> so there I was. Just sitting in the seats by myself like a loser. Yeah, we, you know? we saw you. Yeah, I felt like there's nothing worse. It's like it's like when you go to, back in the day, you go to the lunchroom and none of your friends were in there. And then you end up just sitting by yourself. I felt bad for you. I did. I almost came back down there for you. It was almost. A, well, and here's my here's my thing. I've never sat that close to an NBA game. Right. Before. So you were enjoying it. It was it was crazy being that close. Like we yeah. were probably four rows up behind the uh, the scorers table, mm-hmm. and like it it looked so. Like on TV, it feels bigger. Mm-hmm. Down there, it felt so small. It felt small. In the, like the players are huge, right? But the, yeah. the court felt smaller. Mm-hmm. You're so close. I heard them complaining. Tom Thibodeau's a psycho. <laughs> like I, felt, I felt bad for the ref. Like The ref came over, and Tibbs is just wearing him out. And the ref kind of gave a side eye, like, what do you want me to do? Like he, he obviously made the, the foul. Like it was, I felt so bad for the refs. Um, they're used to it. They're used to it. They're used to yeah. taking the abuse. <laughs> yeah. But – it's tough being in those situations. It's tough being in those situations where you're, you're in the crowd and you look like a loser. I also almost slipped going down the stairs. which, which that's, never, that's never good. No. no. You got to take your time going down those stairs, man. Grab a rail. I know, but then it's like, I don't, then like, oh, look at the loser by himself. Yeah, I know. Listen, I, believe me, I, I know what you're saying, man. And you had your, you had your flannel on, so, I, I mean, you were easily spotted. We were up in the suite. Yeah, my we best, were, my best plaid. Yeah, we were looking, looking at you down there, and I'm like, "Yep, there's Jack right there." And man, I started to go down there with you, man. But it, it was like what eight minutes before the half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, I'll just wait for you to come up at halftime." Yeah, and I, I, I made my way up, way up there. It's just it's a t- it's a tough spot to be in. I don't want anyone to think that I'm a loser. No, I felt no. Like I, I feel like <laughs> no, you were good. I felt like I had a thousand eyeballs on me everywhere yeah. I went. Yeah, well, listen, we were down there early, man, because we had to get there to see Spike. Did you see Spike ring the bell? I saw Yeah, we, we okay. discussed that first segment. <laughs> it was very cool. It's just, again, it was a we bit of a weak that effort. first segment, yeah. yes. I do remember discussing it. I didn't know if you really saw him. No, I saw him. I saw oh. it from, the, uh, I saw it from the, the suite. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a pretty good effort. Oh, man, it's a good night. I mean, the Sixers ruined it by losing. But, Horrible. you know, not only that, it just wasn't a very competitive game. I mean, they were down by 20. No, or a run. large portion of that game. It was 97-88. That was the, the closest it got. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's go to uh, Spike, not our Spike, uh, <laughs> in Bristol. What's happening, Spike? Oh, I'm not your Spike, but I am your Spike. Yeah. Anyway. Hold uh, on. Spike's so, a female. Uh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up, Spike. Hold up. First of all, I'm surprised that you're a female. No offense. Uh, I don't think I've ever met a female named Spike. So so, so, where did you get the name? Where did you get the nickname? I have seven sons, and uh, my third son gave me that name. Okay. And uh, because I I worked three jobs and seven days and six nights a week so wow. that uh, I could uh, raise those boys um, before I met my husband. And uh, my son said to me one day, I'm not calling you mom. I'm calling you Spike because... You work as hard as any man. So okay. there you go. Okay. And, I like, uh, it. I like it. And 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 I love you, Ike. I've talked to you before. I I love you guys. You guys are the best. And I you have the best voice in radio. <laughs> well thank you. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> and and let me tell you something. 
Yes. And you were on one of the best Eagles teams ever. That's right. So, yes. anyway, well, I appreciate this. So this Thank is, you. Should have won a ring. So this, you should have. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so this is what I have to say. Why? Wh- what worries me is, um, and I heard what you said about the veterans, and I'm on my last leg and blah, blah, but mm-hmm. I want to tell you that it worries me greatly that I watch them games, I seen Fletcher Cox, and I know, I know what a rock and an anchor he is. Just I'm not discounting um, Graham, and I love that animal, Hassan. Uh, Hassan's an animal. I love Connor Baldwin. They were my guy. Okay. Okay. But. It worries me greatly that when the Eagles start dead wooden and they get rid of these rocks and pillars, that they're not going to be on the field being rocks and pillars. And I haven't seen anybody putting out like Brandon and Fletcher and Hassan. Okay? And I'm... I'm worried about that. Okay, I don't. I, I mean, these men put out, and I will say, Fletcher Fletcher Cox is my eighth really tall black son. Okay. So anyway, I love that man. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Spike. You, you feel confident in Devontae Smith as a leader? I don't know enough about him to have to have made a to make to wrap my mind around a judgment like that okay and i think i think if and i put a lot of stock in what you say because you've been in the locker room you've Mm -hmm. been on the field you know you know that stuff Mm -hmm. okay and if and if you, I would trust your opinion. If you think that that he that he could be shape his rough edges, sanded off a little bit, and 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 brought, you know braised up, um, in in that world of men, I trust you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and and I'm also going to say, yes, I know, I know why. Um, the Malcolm Jenkins thing happened and all that. I understand that, but he was a leader, and we, if we have to look back on it now, I, 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 I don't think he, I, 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 it, it's a shame that we have to lose our veterans like this. Right. So anyway, uh, Spike, do you, have something that, do you have something that's cool for us for a $25 Dunkin' gift card? I sure as heck do. There is nothing cooler on the face of this earth than American heavy metal muscle cars and the men who get all greasy with wrenches on their in their hands working on that. Nothing so is it, is it is the men working on the muscle cars or is it the muscle cars it themselves? Oh, it's, it's, it's the whole package. Oh, it's I the like whole it. package. Like all right, it. that's a big, a big answer. It's big Pauls, too. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. The American muscle cars. Grease. Working on the wrench, working yeah. it. Yeah, just the going whole package. At it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm just getting their, you know, 
getting all dirty and stuff. I need to see the package. Man. You like a little grease under your fingernails? No, not no? really. Not really. That, that, again, <laughs> the famous story. Can't change a tire. Um, but I feel like as, my, as I'm barreling towards 30, mm-hmm. again, you know, under. Uh, you, like, you at least know how to check your oil? I do know how to check my oil. Okay. I know how to check my oil. Okay. But I, I usually you know leave. Do you change the uh, transmission fluid, windshield wiper fluid? No, see, I've had no windshield wiper fluid in my car for a couple weeks now, and I don't feel like getting it checked, or I don't feel like trying to figure out how to put it in. So I. Pause. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wait for the next rainstorm, and then and then that clears it. Or I go to a gas station and and, do and have them clean. Are people still doing that? Well, they have the no, they still, they have the little. Oh, that's right. Piece. They have it there for you to do. Right, where yes. I where I where I do that. Yeah, but no, I don't. I don't or at know. least you know how to use that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, no, I do. I just everything after that's pretty much a. How you know long that water's been sitting in there? I, I might be the only person that still uses it. Yeah, it's probably been sitting there for for years, frankly, for years. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What's your worry meter? On this Eagles team, oh, and uh, give us who or what is cool for special. for a chance at a $25 uh, Dunkin' Donuts gift card. Uh, Shay's in Mount Laurel. What's happening, Shay? Hey, guys. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. What's up, oh, welcome Shay? Welcome in, Shay. What's going on? Uh, we're talking about this brace extension, man. Um, first thing I want to say is scared money don't make no money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, sure. you know, I mean, I've heard that before. How does that pertain to this, though? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're not going to, you know, you miss a hundred shot of shots you don't take, man. You should know uh, that. That's another one. That's two another one. What, <laughs> you know any, more, any more uh, cliches you want to work into this uh, phone call, Shay? Uh, no, nah, not off the top of my head. But right. Milton pretty much just should just give him a blank check, man. I mean, so what is if he wins the World Series for us? Is he going to ask for more money? Well, hopefully not. Hopefully if they give him the well, extension. Well, if he wins it this year, he's definitely going to ask for more money. If, if they give the extension before the year, <laughs> then uh, maybe they won't have to worry about the World Series thing. Yeah. I feel, I feel yeah, like he'll thing, still yes. be asking. Um, so they talk about uh, winning the division. The Eagle, I mean, the Phillies winning the division. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't win the divisions the last two years, right? And it didn't matter. Yep. Right. So I feel like maybe switch something up. Maybe, you know, different uh, chance of luck or something. Um, and then my worry meter on the Eagles, man. Um, I like to Eagles fan, man. I just AJ's killing me, man. He really is. He, um, you know, you should hang out with that guy Merrifield, who's, who seems like he's about winning instead of you know making all stars and all that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah but with Merrifield, yes, with Merrifield, yes. yes. Um, I mean that's pretty much all I got. It was a little Wait, nervous calling in first time calling, no, man. It's all, it's all good. <laughs> that was pretty good. It's do good you stuff. Have some, do you have something that's uh, that's cool? Yeah, man. The, uh, the other side of the pillow. I was I wondering how long it was going to take for somebody to say that. It's a big answer. Yep, it's a big answer right there. Tell you what, none of the uh, <laughs> none of the Sports Center guys. I still like watch Sports Center. Yeah, they try. They try. Well, yeah. Listen, Stu. Listen, Stu. Dan Patrick, Keith Oberman, those guys, man. They they set a bar hard to reach. Yeah. Very yeah. Hard. Stuart Scott, those guys. It's, it's hard to reach. It is. The, um, the 90s Sports Center guys. That's who really built Sports Center into what it is now. Now, now it's like. Because I used to watch like the the recorded Sports Center over and over mm-hmm. again. That's how I like just remember remember all this stuff. Yeah. Now they they rush it off for Get Up at eight, and I like Get Up, but it's more just. Oh know. yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you said. We know what it is. It's because they know people aren't tuning in this, to ESPN for highlights because everybody gets highlights on social media now. Yeah. So you don't have to wait for ESPN to get highlights. No, but you know, they're still. And they just lost our guy, man. My guy, Ryan Clark. I know. I know. I love Ryan Clark. 
Yeah, see, and that's why. Now, Ryan Clark had a nice little run up there, and they may bring him back. But anytime contract disputes that became, become public, sometimes there's no turning back. That's why I kind of would, if Jason's going to retire and go to a network, I would prefer he go to, like, Fox. The more game stuff and then. Yeah, well, and, and I just feel like ESPN just uses you up for a few years, and then they just go ahead and move on from you. High turnover rate. Yeah. And the good part is he's he already has new heights. Yep. So he's, he's it's not like he needs them to build his right. brand. His brand's already pretty. Yeah, you can go, he can go get on FS1 or Fox, and he can kill it there. For sure. ESPN, they're more or less like, no, we help your profile. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Still waiting to see if A.J. Brown's going to call in. Um, but on the other side. <laughs> Are we? I guess so. Uh, cap is going up. Cap is going up. And my biggest money, question. Money, 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 money. Biggest question off of that. We'll get to that. All your phone calls coming up next. What's your worry meter on the current Eagle situation? And for a $25 Dunkin' gift card, give us something that is cool. It's Jack Fritz, Ike Reese. Live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly. Now is the time to head to National Appliance Warehouse and upgrade your appliance appliances. It's their biggest sale of the year, the President's Day Mega Sale. I was just there a couple weeks ago. Phenomenal place. And the one thing that really stuck out to me and I had a lot of questions about was these electronic price tags. They're a part of National Appliance Warehouse's own Price Assure, which uses cutting-edge technology to scan chain store prices online. It's how they make sure their prices are the lowest. If Price Assure happens to find a lower price, the electronic tags are instantly updated. You don't have to waste time comparing prices. Price Assure makes sure that you have the lowest price. I was blown away by their huge showroom. Over 100 brands displayed, including every type of appliance you could possibly need or want. The best part is, even though it's a huge store, you still get the same personal and excellent service you'd expect at a small independent. Save an Electrolux front load washer and electric dryer, regularly $2,298 for only $1,398 after rebate. Visit the National Appliance Warehouse showroom in tax-free Wilmington. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. We're live at Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free. Snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday. For a limited time, find a location near you online at chickiesandpeets.com. Ike, the salary cap. Went up to $255 million per club. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess a lot of teams projected it to be a $240 million, um, $240 million cap, and it's even higher than that. So $255 million cap. Mm-hmm. I guess my big question off of that is, is I believe Howie Roseman knew this, and I believe the Eagles know that the salary cap is was going up, and mm-hmm. I think they had an idea it was 255 So... Why is like why did the Hassan Reddick like acting like they can't or, or don't want to pay him report come out? Because you would think with the salary cap going up, I think they can afford all of these guys. They can make it work. Um, and Elliot will be on at four o'clock. He'll he'll help us you know fully understand the cap situation. Mm-hmm. It's it's still weird to me that it, it got to that point rather than let's ex- let's extend him out. We can afford him and and keep a good player around. Well, I mean. A, we don't know the particulars of what Hassan and his side is looking for um, from a pay raise and a new deal. And maybe, depending on what that number is, the Eagles are saying, no, we're not looking to pay a 30-year-old defensive end that will be 31, I guess, at some point next year, early in the season, 
that amount of money. Like, I don't know the particulars of it, but if you're asking what would prevent them or have them frown on the idea of doing a new deal, well, depending on what that player is asking for, they may look at that and be like, there's no way. Like, there's no way we're about to pay you. I don't know. I'm just throwing out numbers. $30 million, 25 to $30 million a year, mm-hmm. and give you a, what, $50 million guaranteed, $60 million guaranteed, something like that. Like, I, I, and I'm just throwing numbers out. I don't know what his numbers are, but that would be a reason why the Eagles could initially be turned off from negotiations. That, that could be a reason. So, I, I don't, like I said, I don't know what those particulars are, but um, I, I viewed it as good news seeing those numbers come out today. Mm-hmm. And, again, negotiations are you start high, you give us a starting point, and we see if we can – if it's something that's ridiculous and we know that we're, we're so far apart that there's no need to even negotiate – that could be the case, or if you're not that far apart, you try to figure out, okay, is there a number we can meet at? Can we put incentives in here to help you get to certain numbers? Like, it's still a long way to go to, to be able to work this out. Yes. Work out a deal where Hassan feels like, again, he may not get what, he's, what he initially was looking for, but could he get a pay raise and some guaranteed money to where he at least feels appreciated? I mean, that could happen as well. Yeah. Um, the thing is, like, Salary cap going up. Um, I think they want to get Devontae and, and Dickerson done this offseason. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious to see. Um, I'll be curious to see what those deals look like. Is it is it twenty five million dollars a year starting for, for both those guys, and how much of the salary cap does that suck up? Because they can have the salary cap right now all they want. They can have the forty million dollars. They can have whatever. But if they pay them and extend those guys, which I think should be priority number one, even ahead of, of Hassan Reddick. Mm-hmm. Um, what does the salary cap look like after that? And I just, I just don't know until, until – See, I don't know if out. I agree with they, they should be priority over Hassan Reddick. They're already under contract, or at least both of them for one more year, and Devontae potentially for two more years. Um, I know Landon's contract is up at the next year because he was a second-round draft pick, so they don't have that fifth-year option on him. Uh, given those guys' extensions, they're still going to be under their rookie salary contracts next year. So even you're really just giving them guaranteed money. So the 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 the, the bigger salary cap hits will be down the road uh, in a couple years, um, and, and they may decide to exercise Devonte Smith's fifth year option first, and then give him four years on top of that. Like they may. So essentially, it's a five year deal that he's getting. So. Uh, they may decide to do it that way. If I'm, if I'm, I look at Hassan Reddick's situation as this is a maximum three-year situation remaining. Next year and two more years after that. If that's how I'm kind of looking at it. I'll, I'll get what I can fit into a contract with him over the next three years. Hopefully it's enough to satisfy him. He gets to 33 years old. Okay, you ready to move on when he's 33, 34? That makes more sense. Well, right now, you don't have anyone that can replace the production of Hassan Reddick. He was a two-time pro bowler with 40-plus sacks over the last four years, four straight years of double-digit sacks. Right. You know, he could possibly have 50-plus sacks over the last four years. I haven't looked at his total. So I'm looking at this is my window to win, and I got a two-year window potentially with Hassan there, 
retaining maybe some other veterans, and now we got a chance to win. Because if you're putting everything on young players, man, I, I just don't see how it actually puts more pressure on Jalen. Like, like the Kansas City Chiefs not bringing back Tyreek Hill, letting other guys go, that put more pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Sure did. <laughs> that didn't make his life easier. And I, I'm not of the mindset that they need to be making Jalen's life harder. Exactly. Like, I, I, <laughs> I think Jalen is a good quarterback. I just don't want them to treat him like he – and, and Mahomes is tough. Like what, I know what you're saying. But I don't. I don't want them to treat him like he he can erase everything. Right. And that's not a super negative thing on Jalen. I just think he is more of you win with him, and he's a main part of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like he can just fix all your problems. Right. Like he he can he can erase all your mistakes. Mm-hmm. So uh, having these guys around now, one guy that was released today by the Dolphins was Emmanuel Agba. Saw that. Um, obviously played under Vic Fangio. Yep. I, I do wonder if he's one of the guys that might not have been. I got. We don't know who was aligned with Vic or who wasn't, but we right. know that Vic had some problems. Let me tell you what Emmanuel be aligned with. Money. <laughs> so, hey, unless there was something personal there, uh, if the Eagles offer him a contract as he's on the street right now, he's probably going to accept it. Yeah. Now he's a little bit older. He's, oh, yeah. How old is he? So he's also uh, 30. Ah. Yeah. See, I didn't even look at his age. I saw that he got released. I didn't, I didn't look at the age. Yeah, he's – he has, uh, yeah, he's a little bit older. Um, Even older than Hassan. Yeah, I think he's. Oh, well, he's not getting any real. Yeah, he's not getting any big time money. He was born in, uh, yeah, 93. So he, okay. is, he is 31. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe in like an emergency situation where they move on from, from Reddick and they need someone that can still rush the passer in a decent way, maybe that would work. So, salary cap going up should give Howie some more flexibility if they, if they, do, mm-hmm. if they do release uh, Kevin Byard. Uh, I guess that would, uh, you know, kind of open up more cap space, but it's going to be interesting. To I got to be, I got to be honest. I, I, I'm thinking Howie and his team is sitting back. They've looked at their free agent board. Um, they'll do their draft stuff when they get down to the combine. But I think they've been, I think he's, I think they've been focused more on getting ready for uh, free agency. Well, he is called in, Ike. Uh, we are lucky to be joined by Eagles star receiver AJ Brown. AJ. How's it going? It's Jack Fritz, Ike Reese here on WIP. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? What's up, AJ? What's up? <laughs> All right, so uh, there's been a lot that's been discussed, I guess, about you and what have you. And honestly, I woke up this morning was surprised about all the stuff about you potentially coming on today. But we're excited. We're, we're, we're excited, man, to have you um, potentially clear up a lot of stuff that's been out there. First of all, is there anything that you particularly want to clear up and that you have to say? No, I don't I mean no, I don't have anything to clear up. You know, I'm 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 uh gonna talk to you guys and answer whatever question you wanna answer okay. you need answered, but uh so yeah, I'm gonna give you guys like ten minutes and after that then it is what it is. All right, well let's shoot with it, man. Like I said, we we appreciate you calling. Um let's get to it. I I think the first thing most Eagles fans want to know is your state of mind, your 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 happiness with being an eagle, currently and moving forward. Let's let's start with that one about your feelings about being a Philadelphia Eagle now and for the foreseeable future. I have no problem. I want to be here. It's as simple as that. I I love where I'm at. As simple as that. Next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, see, here's another thing that everybody is somewhat been speculating about is the relationship between you and Jalen, right? I, I, I remember last year when you, uh, maybe it was the year before that, when you got traded for and you and Jalen 
FaceTiming each other, and we know how close you guys are and everything of that nature. And it just seems from the outside that maybe there could be something with you two's relationship and whether or not that's an issue. Your, your, what do you say to that? You know, I think that's total BS. You know, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship uh, on the air, but it's total BS, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a problem when I was on my six-game game streak. It, it wasn't, they wasn't talking about that then. So they, they only started talking about that when we started losing. So, of course, yeah, you see friction. You see friction from everybody, from, from the coaches, the players, from everybody. So, yeah, so there you go. Okay. Uh, AJ, uh, one thing that also is on the minds of Eagles fans, and they want to uh, make sure they know if it's you or not, is that your Twitter account right now, or is someone else running your Twitter account, or someone hack your Twitter account? So uh, whatever weekend it was, somebody did hang my Twitter account. I got my Twitter account back. So the last week when I called you guys out for your BS, yes, that was, to- that was totally me. Last night, yeah, that's totally me. But the other day when uh, talking about whatever, that was not me. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Hard to keep. No, nah, listen. Got, I, got, I got a couple questions for you guys, though. For sure. What's the deal? What's the, what's the deal? Like, you guys are supposed to be supporting Philly, but you know it don't turns out turn out it don't turn out to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why make up so many rumors? You know what I'm saying? Like, because most of the rumors don't don't even be real rumors. These these are rumors that you guys are making up and everybody run with. Like, so what's the deal? Like. Well, for us particular, I, I don't think any either one of us have made up any type of rumors about you or anybody else on the team. Um, I know I may have met you once in passing or twice, so you may not even remember me. I know I'm a former player with the Eagles, and that's one thing I don't do is, is make up anything about any player or anything that's going on. Now, we may react to things that are being reported and come up with our own opinion about things and then form questions that we feel is worthy of being discussed with our audience, you got to realize you guys are Philadelphia Eagles. It's the number one sports team in this town. And when things aren't going well with the team, especially from a results standpoint and how the season ends, people are going to speculate. People are going to want to know what happened. And that's a big mystery. That's a big mystery as to what happened with this team coming down the stretch, a team that was 10 and one and looking like the best team in the league all of a sudden wins one out of the last six games and goes out in the playoffs in embarrassing fashion, this fan base is going to want to know what happened there, and speculation will happen. And so, but just as far as making up rumors or making up false things, that's not something I know I personally do. My, 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 my uh, co-host right here, this station, we don't really do that. Now, we may bring up a hypothetical quoted, question. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I quoted, Go ahead. A, uh, I quoted a video yesterday whatever some guy was talking about Philly media is the reason why I, I, I get paid to do this and then right. I, I get cars and nice houses and all that. Like, that's BS. Like, come on. Yeah, and like, listen, why, I, go why ahead. I'm, I'm gonna, like that? That's, that, that's his personal opinion, and whether it's not a, anything that's factual or what have you, but I can understand why that could certainly rub you the wrong way or anybody else is being spoken about in that manner but again that's that's more or less in a generalization of just basically saying your fans and your media are a big reason why the sport is as popular that it is and it generates the money that it does so it's, it's more or less in a generalizing situation that it to your point it certainly was directed from some of your actions but i don't really think it was it was personal towards you 
if, if that makes any sense. No, I think I think a lot of shit be personal. I'm sorry, but a lot of stuff be personal towards me though. You know, even like the uh, the whole diva thing and all that's like. I, I mean, listen, I I know you guys. You guys be talking. You guys most majority of the news that come out of your show be negative all the time. And I understand why you're trying to get clicks and views and this and that, but you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's the way to go. I think you should be authentic and you should you should handle it the right way. But that's not how that show been going. And you know what I'm saying? I wanted to come on the show and talk to you guys a little bit and see see what's going on because it just doesn't make sense. And I, and I made a statement, you know, we're, like you guys are our biggest haters. Like we got to prove to, 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 to the media, not not necessarily just your, your radio show, but mostly the media that we can play ball or we, we can, uh, we meet the standard, we should, mm-hmm. we should say. And you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like that. You know what I'm saying? I never dealt with nothing, nothing like that. I'm not trying to change the media. I'm not here to change the media. But I just felt like I'm going to give you guys a little 10 minutes and I'm going to answer whatever question you want to answer. And you don't got to – and honestly, I just feel like we gave you the answers. And you just – like, people just didn't want to accept the answer. And that's all right, too. But you can speculate. You can do whatever. But it just don't – it just doesn't make sense. And it's just not the way, to, the way to go. And the only reason I'm really coming on is because I'm really taking up on my teammates because half of the stuff that I have for the rumors, is it, it, be, it really be crazy. So, yeah, so that's why, that's why I'm here. So – Let's do it. And that's fine, but just know that these aren't – this isn't the place where the rumors start. If there's a report that comes out from a reporter and he puts his name on it, it's been a couple of those this week, like that's where that originates at. That's where it starts. I don't know where they get their sources from, who's telling them what, but this is a in-live show that we react to news that's out there. And, you, again, you guys play for the Philadelphia Eagles. You're the number one team in this city, and you're the team that people most care about. So when things are reported – pertaining to the team the fans are going to react and media is going to react that's 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 life being here in philadelphia i've been here 26 going on 27 years it's it's what it is and i don't think that's going to change but i don't want you to think that it's anything personal with you and that's why i was more than happy to have you call up if you need to clear the air about some things it's not personal with us i'm not taking offense to anything i don't think he is and if you are no one is trying to offend you, but if you wanted to clear the air about anything, we wanted to give you the opportunity to do that, not for our sake, but for your fans' sake. Like it's, it's, You may think it's just media, but we're just conduits to the fans. And sometimes we are, and, and I know some fans won't necessarily agree with this, but every fan doesn't think the same. So there are fans that are concerned about certain things that happened with the team this year, and they aren't satisfied that with that. And, that, and that's just something that we, we discuss. And it's just the way that it is. I don't, I don't know how to go about that any differently. It's been that way before I got here, and it's probably going to continue to be that way. That's understandable. AJ, I'm curious. You know, you, you said that uh, you guys gave us the answers for what happened on the stretch run. In, in your estimation, what do you think that what, – what is the answer? What do you think happened for that to happen? And, and is this locker room okay? Yeah, the locker room is fine. Um, like I said earlier uh, in the season or after the season, whatever, I just said players wasn't executed. Like I said in the interview, that's what it came down to. I think the media kind of ran with the coaches, the coaches fault. The coaches didn't prepare us and this and that. I never mm-hmm. blame the coaches. I'm, I'm not the person to blame the coach. I'm not trying to blame anyone. You know, uh, I, I'm the guy who's going to look in the mirror and going to challenge everybody else. Like, it was the players not executing, and that's what happened. And, and if you look back closely, I said it a few few seconds ago that we were playing like the best team in the league. No, we wasn't. 
we may have the best record in the league, but we wasn't playing like the best team in the league. It was like that all year. Yeah. But we we were scratching away again wins. And so when stuff started to really unravel and stuff like that, stuff started uh, to not go as planned, then you saw you saw what was happening. And then, like I said earlier, it was a domino effect, and it was trying to stop the bleed, and it was just everything was just going too fast at that point. I'm curious, Kellen Moore, new offensive coordinator, has he reached out, and uh, how are you excited to, to work with Kellen Moore, and what do you think he can kind of bring to this offense? Yeah, I'm 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 very excited to to work with him. I talked to him a couple times, um, but we're not talking about that. We you you y'all you guys want to talk about what happened, so let's talk about what happened. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, it's hard. I'm gonna clear this up and I'm gonna move on. Let's do it. Okay, I mean, I mean, we we actually, I, like I said, I thought the biggest questions people wanted to know, AJ, is your your happiness uh, with being here in Philadelphia. So why would, why would somebody even think that I wasn't even happy? Well, I mean, you didn't talk to the media for a little bit there, and I mean, I mean, you wonder why. You see, you see what it, you see what the media is doing right now. This this past whole month, you wonder mm-hmm. why I'm not talking to them. I don't want to talk to them because no matter what I say, you guys gonna make a story anyway and pinpoint it however you want to pinpoint it. So, and it and it was turned to a fact because. It was turning to AJ. AJ upset at the Eagles. Not the Eagles are, are, are upset or no. It was always AJ, and, and it was always that narrative. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to do my teammates like that. So yeah. So I thought at the time was not talking was the best thing for the, for the team because I didn't want to compound a negative with a negative. We. I mean, you guys see what was going on. We all frustrated, but it ain't nothing we can do about it but go to work. And that's what I was trying to do. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, like I said, I, I certainly can respect that and no issue there with that. But the other thing is people speculating about whether or not there's an issue with you and, and Jalen. Again, like I said, you've answered it already. We don't have to belabor that anymore. We can move on from it. I think those are the things, the biggest things that fans wanted to know. Forget about, like, the media. Like, like part of the media, and believe me, I had to learn this, coming from being on that side of things to being on this side of things that, you know, everything isn't as black and white as we may want it to be when it comes to sports and and talking about sports. There's a lot of gray area there. And there are times when the media steps oversteps the line. I've I've been, I've been guilty of that myself, but also as a former player, I try to make sure I I keep those checks and balances there as well. Cause I do understand it from your perspective and your teammates perspective and the team perspective as well. So, I, I, from 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 us, I'm telling you, we're not here making up anything about you or anybody else. We may discuss hypotheticals and things of that nature. That's part of killing time. That's part of creating content. That's part of what we do as sports talk. When you come up with certain scenarios, whether they're going to happen or not, I just don't want you to think that we, as you, again, we appreciate you coming on this show, certainly here, AJ. No one here has made up any rumors about you or anybody else on the team. Like some of the reports we've talked about today came from a TV show on another network from someone uh, outside of this city. And then another report came from um, somebody who's highly respectable in this town, has been covering this team for nearly 30 years, and he has trusted sources, so people discuss that. Other than that, nothing has really been discussed other than speculation about, about the team. I understand. I, I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm not trying to change the media. 
I know I know it's gonna be like this or whenever it's gonna be like this and, and, and it's gonna be like this when I leave. But uh, but I just I just truly just feel like I'm just misunderstood as as a player as a person, and, and you know it gets frustrating. It gets frustrating because anything I say, anything I do, it gets magnified times ten. I'm classified as a diva. I want the ball and this and that, blah blah blah. When 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 honestly it's the other way around. When it's the other way around, most importantly, like you see, you see, you see me getting upset on the sideline, um, and, and you automatically think it's about it's about targets. No, no. What if what if I'm holding my players accountable? Mm-hmm. What if what if I'm the guy that pushes pushes everybody in the locker room, make people uncomfortable to try to better themselves for the team? What if I'm that guy? You don't you don't see it as much. You don't see it as much from um, from Jalen because that's not his personality. But but I'm the person. Honestly, I'm the person. I'm I'm the person that you need on the you need on the team because I'm willing to hold people accountable, uh, make make people around me better. But nobody sees that. All you see is the little flare-ups and stuff like that. And I can and I can honestly say, and you see the flare-ups because nobody in that building works harder than me. Nobody in that building prepares harder than me, more than me. I I can firmly I can stand on that and say that. And that's why you see the past, and that's why you see me react the way I act. Like, because nobody's spending that time like like me. I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah. So that so I, I, I'm misunderstood. I'm not even trying to be understood by people because you're not going to understand me because you're not in my shoes. So, so yeah. I, 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 I honestly, yeah. But I you do, do realize, real quick, AJ. I don't want to cut y'all, but you realize people do want to understand you. Like they do want to understand you. They do want to understand. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. The stigma between uh, what To did here and and like they always trying to pinpoint that. No, they they they, they really don't. They just they just put me in this bubble with, with with him or whatever he did in the past. And I know him. He's a great person. I'm not trying to talk bad at him, but mm-hmm. I'm my own person. I don't move like that. I don't do none of that stuff. Like you can ask any of my teammates. That's the reason why I'm on the show today. Like I'm the person. I'm the person who stands up to the bully. Like I'm the person. And people don't really understand that. And when the, when the play when the play is needed, I'm the person saying, "Throw me the ball, I get us back going. Give me the ball." Like I'm that person. But nobody sees that. Like I, I give my team energy. I, I give my team uh, this comfortability to, to tell them, "All right, keep pushing. All right, we just had a bad play. So what? Move on. Let's go." Mm-hmm. Like I'm the I'm I'm the firm I'm the firm person in the in the group. But but nobody really sees that. All you see is me getting upset or whatever the case may be. And like I said, I'm human. I may not do it the, the, the best way every single time, but but that's who I am. That's who I'm, I'm forever going to be until I'm 60 under the, under the ground. That's, that's who I am. I'm not going to change who I am. So if you don't like it, you just don't like it because you might as well get in line with the rest of the people. And I'm not just talking about you guys. I'm talking about the media and whoever else. Like I'm my own person. And I'm, I'm not afraid to speak up. And that's what I think it scares a lot of people because – like like today, like I had the boss to get on your show today. Like I, I know my worth and I know what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we and we appreciate it, man. <laughs> Quite frankly, like I said, we we appreciate it. Uh, nothing being taken personal here. I'm glad you called up, and, and, and believe it or not, I think this is helpful 
uh, for a lot of us, including media and fans, man, and, and including fans. It, it helps us to get to understand you, what makes you tick, why you do the things that you do, to react the way that you act. I think that there is clarification here. I think that people can come to respect that and not overreact to what we may be looking at on the outside because of what someone did years ago or the way somebody behaved that wasn't you years ago. I think you coming on and, and speaking your truth um, is, is perfectly fine. I think that does help to at least clear up a lot of stuff. And it may, it may change the narrative, man. You may be surprised that it does change that narrative and you aren't or you won't be as misunderstood moving forward because, quite frankly, brother, whether you believe it or not, people want you here for the rest of your career. They don't want you playing anywhere else. They want you to retire in this Eagles uniform. That's what, honestly, and like I said, like I said the other day, listen, I can have plans, but also I also know it's a business. But I can tell you this: I want to be here, and and that's all I can say. So, so yeah. AJ, uh, just last question for 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 me uh, during this. And again, thank you for your time. There's been a lot of reports about people within the Eagles thinking that Jalen needs to be more vocal as as a leader on this team. I just want to give you the opportunity. You know him better than a lot of people. Do you agree with that, or is that something that you don't think is needed? Listen, Jalen is himself. I don't agree or disagree. He's going to be himself, and I'm not the person to try to change him to be be something that he's not or whatever the case may be. But when things were going really good, you didn't hear those reports. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff happened. I mean, the, the season the, the season pulled everybody every which way. You know, it was ups, it was downs. It was it was more downs than ups, but it started off ups and and. And now everybody's scratching, everybody pulling, everybody just trying to see what's going on. But when we was winning, we was ten and one or whatever. You had you saw the same reaction him on the sideline. But when we started losing, you still saw the same reaction. So how can you get upset at the same person who's doing the same thing? But a couple months ago or whatever, he was the greatest leader to, to for this for this organization. So like I said, man, listen, I don't agree or disagree because he's gonna be who himself, and I, and I I want him to be himself. I don't want him to be nobody but himself. Because if he's not, he's not authentic. So. Well, we're good, brother. Unless you got something else, you you know, you want to get off your chest. No, nah, I don't got nothing to get off my chest, man. I just want to let Philly know I love him, and 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 everybody who's making those rumors. Hey, man. Hey, you need to find another job, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. AJ Brown, Eagles wide receiver. AJ Brown. Thank you for thank you for time, AJ. Yep. All right. All right, there he goes, A.J. Brown. Very real, very honest, and I thought very good stuff. Yeah. Very good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, well, yeah, let's go to break and we can come back and dive into it. 215 Dive into it, man. 592-9494. Nothing like live radio, baby. Should I ask him uh, what was cool for a $25 Duncan <laughs> gift card? <laughs> Would that have been a good idea? Uh, if you want to react to the A.J. Brown interview. Uh, uh, I'm sure we do. <laughs> get in now, 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show live from Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's signature menu items, pre-game, in-game, or post-game. Chickies and Pete's. We'll be we'll be back. Get in, react to it all on the afternoon show on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Hey, exciting news from my friends at March Jewelers. February 27th through March 2nd, Marks is offering 20% off the largest selection of men's and ladies' wedding bands in the entire Delaware Valley. And Marks offers Jewel Vision, the only way the two of you can customize the perfect matching wedding bands, ladies, 
diamond bands, men's, gold, platinum, and alternative bands, Jewel Vision, and lab-grown options. Marks has it all with showrooms in Montgomeryville and Mount Laurel. Learn more at marks-jewelers.com. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Never know what you're going to get. Live from Chickies and Pete's here in South Philly. Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Find a location near you online, chickiesandpeats.com for details. What is your worry meter with the Eagles? Damn that worry meter. It's done. It's, everything's <laughs> fine. Everything's fine. It was, it, it was good to hear from him. Like, I talked about AJ, man. Yeah, the worry meter's, I guess, gone on AJ. <laughs> um, I, thought it was, I thought it was great. Like, listen, we can speculate or, or we can feel how we feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think there was stuff that happened throughout the year that – that that did worry me and and whatnot, but I thought it was I thought it was really great. Oh, I thought it was awesome, man. I thought it was awesome that he called up and like I said, it gave him the opportunity to clear up some things if he wanted to clear up some things. Um, I know he, <laughs> I I could tell uh, he had less interest in clearing up things as much as he wanted to address us um, as the media. And and listen, I was I'm I'm happy and honored he wanted to come on this show and do it on this show. Uh, with this station, but I know he was more or less speaking about the station as a whole. All right, he's he's pissed about that, and then media in general uh, with with a lot of things. I know what Spike said yesterday about getting attention from the media, and if you don't like it, then play somewhere else. And this and that, that caught his ire yesterday, yes. and so that's what I guess that was the tipping point that made him want to address it well and and listen the the the, the aj first retained thing was out there but once again like I, and my whole thing was that was just a hypothetical that was a hypothetical question, question. It, i I, it, I think i actually think people overreacted to something that was nothing that's a hypothetical question it turned into rumors yeah which it was never rumors no. and and i think that that we got painted in or i got like we in. created a rumor or something that's why i wanted to make it clear that we we didn't start any rumors nobody here started any rumors about anything we asked a hypothetical question do you feel better or worse after after aj brown called uh calling in um i feel better i do i feel a little better um about some things i listen he didn't dive into a lot of the season and his relationship with Jalen. he felt like he didn't need to and i listen i take him at his word i wasn't going to push it and, and, and badgering with questions to get him to hang up or anything of that nature. I didn't want that. I want him to be able to, until <laughs> we didn't have much else to ask him and he didn't have much else to say, I wanted to keep him on as long as we could because, hey, he's A.J. Brown, you know, and, and hell, this, this is going to be talked about. So I wanted him to be able to say whatever it is he had to say. And I could tell he was frustrated and ticked off. And, but I, I, I wanted to be known that this isn't personal with me or you. So I wasn't about to sit here and do a whole back and forth arguing with AJ Brown about anything. Like it's, it's not personal. Like yeah, we, you know, being in the media and giving your opinion is part of what we do. Right. Yeah, that's just part of what we do. Yeah. I mean, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, it reminds me so much of the. I, was, I know people were probably looking for this back and forth. It was like, no, it's not. If he want to speak, let, let him speak. I mean, we'll ask the questions that we think are pertinent, but this isn't about us. I, and I didn't want to be a part of the story. So this isn't about me being an, being an argument with him. I thought it was great two times. Very clear, I want to be an Eagle. Yes. You know, and that's the one thing that when, yep. he, when he went on the national shows, it was like it's a, it's a business. Now, he did mm-hmm. say it's a business once, but that was after two times of I want to be an Eagle. And yep. it sounded all in. I liked what he said about you know his leadership style, but that could obviously 
it, it's it's just tough, I think, for fans when if that is your leadership style, and I'm glad they said that it is. Mm -hmm. But when we see that on the sidelines, I, I think we jump to To stuff. And sure, and he has to understand that this fan base has been scarred from that. We do have To scars. <laughs> I, I think that's the, that's the big yes. takeaway. We have yes. To scars. Yes, but and like I, like I said to him, I think it does help for people to understand him, and maybe people aren't overreacting as much if they see that type of stuff. Like if if, if if people are left to figure out is he upset or how upset is he or this and that and the other, then your imagination begins to run wild. But him sort of saying that's just basically my personality, that's how I rock. You need a guy like me on the team that that holds people accountable and things of this nature. And he talked about him being one of the hardest workers, if not the hardest worker. All those are great qualities. Those are great things. As a matter of fact, those are qualities that T.O. had as a player, as a great player, as a, as a Hall of Fame wide receiver. And it wasn't until I played with T.O. and was a teammate of his that I could understand some of those things. But when you hear about how he was in San Francisco or what have you, now you're already believing that he's coming in a certain way. But until you're around somebody or you get to know him a little bit better, then maybe you don't overreact to certain things they may do. And, and maybe this does, you know, at least allows people to let him be himself without us believing the worst is about to happen. Correct. Like, we don't have to act like it's the worst thing that's about to happen. Let's get some reaction. If you want to get in, 215-592-9494. Do you feel better or worse after hearing from A.J. Brown? Chuck's in Mount Airy. What's happening, Chuck? Hey, yeah, uh, I just want to say, Jack, Ike, what's going on? Hey, Philadelphia, what's up, you're Chuck? welcome again. You're welcome again, Philadelphia. 94WIP, you're welcome. Chuck from Mount Airy and Spike Eskin delivers again. You hear me? Now, listen, <laughs> let, me say this. let me say this to you, right? Yeah, he heard that yesterday. Trust me, he did. But... And listen, A.J. Brown, his, his anger is misguided, man. You know what I mean? His anger is misguided. It's, 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 it's pointed into the wrong direction, man. We love you, A.J. But, you know, some of the things that you do, it's just it's not – I don't understand it. You know what I mean? And, and the thing that got me yesterday was just the whole writing the Twitter and then just, you know, erasing it and saying it's not yours and all that. It's, I don't know. I, just, I, I think that he came on a day, cleared the air on certain things. You know, he wanted to obviously get some things off his chest. I like that he came on a day and cleared the air. And actually did speak to, 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 to the city and speak to WIP. And he chose the best show on the radio to do it. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, man, that guy, you know, you know, I, listen, man, we love AJ. You know what I mean? And we want him here as long as he wants to be here. You know, and I think, and, and I'm not speaking for Spike. I heard Spike yesterday, but I think Spike was so frustrated the same way I was because he was basically saying, if you don't want to be here, then leave. Nobody's holding you here. He has to realize that, just like he always says, it's a business, right? 94 WIP is a business. The media is a business. And they got a job to do, too. I'm out. Peace. All right, Chuck. There he goes. Chuck him out, Harry. Uh, OG Wade and Chester, what was your reaction to the, uh, the interview, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? OG, you got to be feeling good after that interview, right? Nah, nah, bull crap, man. Let me, let me just say this here, okay? And this is to AJ. All right, first of all, I thought that the, the, the interview was a little softballish, you know what I mean, for my taste. I got to say that. <laughs> oh, we should have <laughs> brought you in. We should have brought you in. Yeah, but I wish I would. But listen, let me get to the business, though. Yes. AJ says that he, no one on the team works harder than him. He know that for a fact, okay? He's, Mr. He's the guy that holds everybody accountable, and he makes everybody uncomfortable with, the, with his approach. And he's... Um, He's the one, he's the one that, uh, that stands up to the bully. But let me ask AJ this here. Do you think that your style of leadership 
of holding everybody accountable, making everybody in the locker room uncomfortable with things that you got to – do you think that that benefited the team? Because we went 1-7 with your style of leadership, okay? So I don't think that your, your, your style of leadership is the, is the way to go, okay? And you checking the, the media and the radio station for bringing up things that you left in the air. You were the one that went on a national TV show and spoke to someone and left it wide open that if you wanted to be an eagle or not, it's a business. But then you should have came and that same energy when you came on here and, and, and pandered to the Philly fans as well. Talking about you love to be here. Well, why didn't you say that to Kay Adam? When she, that's all the hell she asked you to say. Okay, but everybody want to get soft when, it, you know, this is what I'm talking about. These young dudes, man, y'all act like because you spit venom and you, you, you sweat when you talk, like that's supposed to change something. But to me, the way you handle things, if, if you handled it the way you did with the team, fell flat on its face because it hurt the team. It did not bring us up. It did not make us better. Remember, we was 10-1, and 1, right? And yep. then you went on your little attack where you're holding people accountable. I don't think that's the way to do it. I think that it was bad for the team. And you said that everything started staring out so fast that we just didn't know how to control it. But then the control should have been to shut your damn mouth. Maybe the way that you leading and you're deciding that to hold people accountable is not the best way to do it. That's my, my, my piece. And I ain't backing down on none of that. I wish I was on this damn show when he came up. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably would have been a short talk. interview. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would have been yeah. a quick one. Well, I, it ain't got to be short or long because I would have meant the same energy he was putting out, I felt should have been precipitated. And this is where we, we – sometimes you got to be unprofessional. To no, be no, no, I'm, no. I'm not saying for you. I, damn it. I'm saying damn it. Damn it. I, 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 I hear you, brother. Listen, listen, I, 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 I get it. I, I understand. I understand you. I understand I'm, you. I'm hot and I'm, I'm, no, I'm not emotional, but I am hot. Yeah. Because I, to me, when you're talking about winning, I, uh-huh. we had an opportunity to return to the Super Bowl, but you chose to be boisterous and with venom and with, uh, like he said, you know, holding people accountable. But you chose that as a result when you seen it wasn't working. But you kept doing it. Don't give yep. me that crap. All right, OG. Well, I, I thought people would be happy with what he said. Oh, we're one, we're all, <laughs> I thought we're, those were positives. We're batting 500. One happy, <laughs> one not happy. One happy, one not happy. I, I, but also, I mean, I think AJ, I mean, he said on with us that he thought not talking to the media was the best thing to do. Like, I, and I don't think that's the best thing to do. Like, I, I guess, listen, if, if you're saying you, you don't have anything positive to say, so he's not trying to add to the situation. I, I understand that part of it, but there's nothing wrong just like him calling up. You know, you can call up if, if there was stuff out there you wanted to clear up that is being, and it bothers you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it bothers you. Like, these, these rumors and speculations or what have you, the same way you called up today, you're free to do that any day. <laughs> you know, you're pretty, you don't have to address every rumor, but I'm saying if it bothers you. Yeah, right. Uh, we'll go back to the phones here in one second. But my friends at National Appliance Warehouse is the place to be. From upgrading your kitchen with premium appliances to simply replacing a washer and dryer, there's only one place to go, National Appliance Warehouse. Here's why. 
people, and prices. Spend some time with the owner, Mark, like I did, and you'll quickly realize they're passionate about delivering an excellent customer experience. It starts right away when you walk into their huge showroom. I had a blast checking out over 100 brands, and they're all displayed so that you can easily shop and compare them all. Everyone on the National Appliance Warehouse team is there for you to answer questions, show you the latest technology, and ensure you're getting the right appliance for you. And only National Appliance Warehouse uses Price Assure to confirm the price displayed is the absolute lowest possible. It's the President's Day Mega Sale. Save on Electrolux, get a four-piece stainless steel kitchen package, regularly $9,146 for only $6,996 after rebate. Save even more because National Appliance Warehouse is in tax-free Wilmington. And tell them Jack Fritz sent you. Uh, Rios in North Philly. Been a while, brother. How's it going, man? What's going on, hard charges? Oh, Rios. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Hey, look, man. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all already know what time it is. It ain't even really eagle season. Don't Like I tell y'all, don't think I'm too far. I'm handling some business, but... I, you know, I'm listening, and I know what the hell's going on, and I love that. Let me, let me say this first thing. I don't think you get much credit, Ike. Let me tell you something, man. I pay attention to detail, and I know AJ came in. AJ came in with all bullets, man. AJ was freaking ready. And one thing about you, Ike, I guess doing this radio or what you do or know how to articulate, you know how to, in any situation, how to talk, diffuse, or answer questions how it's supposed to be. So I'm going to give you the damn props, Ike, because you that bull. But let me get into this, man. Yo, well, pre- Appreciate that, Rios. Yeah, 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 man. I had, yo, you sports player and everything. Like, one thing you know how to do, you know how to do is that. So I'll give you your props. Yeah, you know I mean, but let me this AJ thing, man. Let me tell you something, man. I was with him from the beginning. Remember when I talked with y'all early in the season? They talk about he a diva, this and that, asking for the ball. I'm like, no, let that man talk. He asked for the ball, give him a dead ball, and when they gave him a dead ball, he freaking produced during that time and almost was in MVP or whatever you want to talk about. Uh, what? in the system with that. So he was up there. So I'm big on that. And speaking of T.O., let me just let everybody know. I'm a freaking T.O., God damn it. So A.J. Brown, don't take nothing bad if somebody say anything or put you in comparison with T.O. Because you know what? That's a freaking compliment. And I can never say nothing about T.O. Because in the damn Super Bowl, he did everything he can to come back for a damn leg injury and bust his ass in the Super Bowl to go ahead and freaking can win. And the stuff that AJ was talking about, I'm going to tell you this, AJ. Check this out. I'm glad you're saying you holding people accountable. Well, freaking do it. I'm glad you're saying you're working your ass off more than anybody else. Well, freaking do it. Well, we don't know everything that's going on in the freaking locker room, but I tell you this. All the people you need to do just like you do for whatever team you play. You know who that quarterback is sticking you? You mark him down and check his ass off. Well, anybody who's talking about rumors, hold their asses accountable. Write their damn names down. Come on the show, call their asses out. Huh? You standing on your own, you call it in, and I love it. You stand on your own, just like me. I'll stand on my own. Well, call the asses out, whatever name. Who's making rumors? Who's wrong? You standing on your own. People don't understand you. Well, you know what? You're doing what you got to do. Make them freaking understand you. Show
show you're passionate. And I love that you want to be here in Philly because this what it's all about. But hold people asses to the fire if they want to freaking make freaking rumors and call their freaking names out. And everybody with the Eagles and everything else, look, let me tell you something. There's no freaking thing of half truth. There's only one truth. So y'all get your stuff together and freaking fix it and tell the truth of what's going on in the locker room because all this stuff back and forth is sucker stuff. It's sucker stuff, and we freaking know it. Yo, let's get back to kicking freaking ass. Peace. All right, there he goes. There's at least six of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, was, that was game day, Rios, man. Yes, like, my that goodness. Was... He's been all for a few weeks. I know. He recharges batteries there for, for a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just think that coming on, and listen, he was obviously, he had some things he wanted to get off his chest. He's mm-hmm. upset with the media. Um, and that's fine. The, I think the, the meat of what he said I thought was good for people like me, who I was very worried about the, the him and Jalen relationship. Now, he didn't really clear, clear that up. I mean, he, he said they're they're mostly fine. Like you say, they're fine. Yeah, he said they're fine. But yeah. it wasn't like again, it wasn't. That's my guy. Like that's my that's my brother. Right. Um, you know, he said uh, the last question was you know Jalen doesn't need to change whatever. Like he needs to be authentic to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you can take that however however you want. Um, but I don't know. I, I I still leave the the interview the call in feeling better about. AJ's current standing with the team. And, and that makes me feel good because I, I don't really want AJ gone. I want AJ to be a part of this team. Well, he's not going anywhere. As long as he's not forcing his way out, you think the Eagles are interested in moving AJ Brown? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can tell so. you, no, they aren't. No, they are not. Yeah. Twitter question this hour brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop uh, Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online, marks-jewelers.com. We will replay that interview later in the show. Uh, probably around 5.30. Sounds like a plan. We'll replay that interview if you missed it. Uh, but definitely get in and react because there's a lot to react to um, from the interview. Feel better. Uh, feel about the same. A.J. Brown uh, professing that he wants to be an Eagle, wants to remain an Eagle, doesn't want to go anywhere. Um, and, and I think. <laughs> you know the funny thing, funniest thing about that so. is that, like, we actually tried to get into other things, and he was like, no, nah, that ain't why I came on He didn't here. like the Kellen Moore yeah. question. He didn't like the Kellen Moore question. Well, because like, I didn't know where, uh, where no, else to no, take No, no, listen, it. no, there's other things that we could have talked about football-related, like easily, but he that's not what he wanted to talk about. Right, which is fine. Yeah, it was fine, but I just I wanted to point that out. There was like, no, we actually had other stuff that we wanted to talk to him about, new coaches, Kellen Moore, the new offense. He, he wanted no parts of that. No. No, he had, he had a, a message that he wanted it delivered. Yes. So uh, we appreciate it. It was, it, was, it was fascinating, and my heart was pounding the whole time, Mike. I know it. <laughs> I was nervous, man. I'll just let you know. Uh, we, are, we are a transparent show. We're authentic. I was, I was bleeping bricks over here, okay? I really was. That was a big one, buddy. That was a big one. I'm not here to lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> really was. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's. Signature menu items, pregame, in-game, or post-game, Chickies and Pete's. What? I mean, I'm just, I'm just being real. You know, because I was getting the text, like, all throughout. Like, because Buzz didn't think it was him. Which, like, like what do we, who do we have behind the glass? Buzz, how, how I have a you? number. I, well, I asked him one question. I asked him what his birthday was, and he was like, I don't need to answer that. <laughs> And it was like, that sounds like what a, well, what a hacker on, would say. Within a millisecond, you could tell that was A.J. Brown. Yeah, so you had I, him on hold for yeah, seven yeah, minutes. You're so, grilling him so on the 
no wonder he was mad when he yeah, got away. Yeah, yeah, Buzz <laughs> added to it. That Buzz didn't defuse the situation. I grilled him back here. Yeah, we got a freaking, this guy's, uh, this, if you want to get on the show, Buzz is going to hold you accountable. Well, listen, I appreciate the fact, because we couldn't just let anybody come on and say that they well, were AJ it, Brown. Because his Twitter account was hacked. Yes. You know, like, So I, I can appreciate the due diligence And he did Buzz. confirm, he did confirm it was hacked, but yes. he got it back now. So it, it was him the other night that was tweeting about the Eat Media and tweeting last night at us. Yeah, he actually did confirm that, well, that, that, that that was me. Yeah, but he also put on his feet. Hold on. He put on his Instagram, that wasn't me, but that guy's cooking. I know. That was him, too. To when it was him. Yes. Listen, the, the Colangelo. He, he basically admitted that that was him, yes. The he Colangelo, slid that in there, but yes, he admitted that was Colangelo him. The Colangelo name is still there. He's, he's AJ, AJ Colangelo for a little bit. Um, good, good, good job there, Buzz. 215-592-9494 as Buzz grilled him behind the scenes before he got on the air. On the other side, L.A. Shore Parks joins us next. Oh, yeah, more. What's his reaction to the A.J. Brown interview? Uh, and a whole lot more. More media guys. Yeah, once again, media. Uh, and why was he absent from last night's Sixers game? We had a, a, a team bonding session, and one member wasn't there. We'll get to all of that with Elliot Shore Parks. Don't, hold the line. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Elliot Shore Parks, our Eagles uh, influencer, beat reporter, great Sixers podcast host, uh, the everyman joins us now. What's happening, E? What's up? How are you guys doing? What up, B? Was the was the Kellen Moore question fair? <laughs> Didn't feel like the topic of the day. But hey, man, when you're when you're a big J trying to get answers, everybody. that's right. I did I did try to go into big J mode. You know, I thought you would appreciate that, Elliot, as a fellow big J. It, it I was, was just good. It was good. I was looking for answers. You know what I mean? I love Warm- how I love how AJ was like. We're not talking about today. That today. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, was... did, well, one thing before we get into, it, I did I did want to say one of my like main takeaways is I know, like, AJ came in and, look, he was upset about something that was said and whatever. But, like, isn't that right there exactly why it is so awesome to be in Philadelphia and to be, like, involved in this? Like, that <laughs> he cares, man. Like, AJ cares. Like, we, we'll get into what he said and what it means and everything, but he cares. Like, you guys care. Like, the fans care. Like, that doesn't happen in another market. So, I don't, I don't know. I just That's what I kept thinking during the interview. Like, that was a very Philly thing that is very awesome. Yeah, I mean, and listen, I got to respect the fact that he, he called up and, and wanted to get some things off his chest. But he also yeah. really, he really wanted to um, confront us as the media. And yeah. Jack and I, we're sitting here, we, we listen, we, we, I guess we represent everybody that's said anything about AJ because he basically just lumped everybody all together. Although we've, we had our AJ for Patrick Sartain trade out there, which I guess caused a little bit of a kerfuckle. Uh, Might be. Is it kerfuffle? That sounds like a, that sounds like needs to be dumped. Kerfuffle. <laughs> kerfuffle. Yeah. I didn't say it. it didn't no, need but to be you dumped. Uh, I mean, it was. You did say the F word in the middle of the. But it, it, the ending was on there. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. Listen, what do you think about Kellen Moore? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I forgot what I was. No, I forgot. Dude, it. honestly, I think I blacked out. What did he say? Did AJ? No, I'm just kidding. Um. So what? What else? Was, yeah. What? What was some other big takeaways from the interview? I mean, do you believe him? Um. You yeah, that's what I would wonder. Because I, I, I think that's – do you think the two biggest things people wanted to know is, A, whether or not he still wants to be here, and B, the relationship between him and Jalen being good or bad? Yeah, I, I thought his answers on, on that were, were – at least when it came to being here, were very clear. Like, and, I, and I believe him on that. Like, I think that the, 
you know, the things that happened that led to him, you know, thinking maybe he was going to get traded. Like, I think AJ's always wanted to be here. But to me, the biggest takeaway of, like, what he had to say and why he called is I feel he feels he is misunderstood. Because you yeah. can tell the things he said. Like, what, what happened against the Vikings where, you know, there was an issue on the sideline. He brought up that, you know, saying that that's not really what I'm doing. Like, the fact that he might get traded and that maybe he wants to be traded, he felt that was misunderstood. Um, I do think A.J. feels like he is portrayed as, you know, being upset about things that, that he's not upset about. And mm-hmm. so I, I think when he called in, like, he wanted to clear the air and kind of maybe give his own opinion on how he feels as opposed to having what he feels as other people portraying how he feels. Yeah, and, and which is another reason why I was happy that he called up because, I mean, it's not – it's not new to have people sort of speculate about how a player feels based on some emotions they've seen in a game during the course of a game or what have you, and then when other things happen. But I always feel like it's better if the player, you know, not that he's obligated to, but if he wants to make sure he clears up any confusion or what have you, you can speak on it yourself. And then that, to me, clears up the confusion. Or at least yeah. from his from his perspective, you sort of at least understand where he's coming from. And I thought, I thought him feeling misunderstood, he helped that situation by clearing up some things. Yeah, and I, I guess the other thing I would say is, you know, at one point he said to you guys, I'm paraphrasing loosely here, but you know, like you're supposed to support us, or you know, he feels like the station is too negative, right? Well, yeah, I would say that you know, in 2022, the station was not negative at all. <laughs> like when they went to the Super Bowl and when they almost won it and AJ was the best receiver in the NFL, like it was not negative. The reality is this team lost at the end of the season and it lost ugly. And as a result, the coverage and how we talk about them is ugly, right? And I think AJ touched on that in a way where he said, you know, it was a frustrating ending and, and those things. But if AJ thinks that, you know, like the coverage is going to change. Like the way both media and fans about talk about this team has been the same the whole time I've I've, co- I've followed them. Right? Like when I was young and I listened to WIP, my whole time covering the Eagles. Like this Eagles current it's been it's been the same way since I've been here. It's been the same way since I've been here. Right. This current Eagles team is not being treated differently, in my opinion, than other teams have. Like they they had a poor ending to the season, and people are upset about that now. I love that AJ called in to talk about how he feels about it, right? And I think that that's clearly important. But, like, a lot of the issues here past the AJ thing is that this team lost at the end of the season. Like, that is the real issue here. This team yes. lost at the end of the season. It made mm-hmm. people upset, rightfully so. It made fans upset. It made the players upset. It creates an ugliness around the team when, for almost a full calendar year, there was nothing but positive. They were, like, 30-3, and three, right? Like, there was nothing to be negative about. And it crashed. And I think that a lot of the discussion about how the media is talking about the team and how the fans are talking about it, what it all comes down to is they lost six or seven in Like, that is the cause of it. It's not people not liking the Eagles. It's not people not liking AJ. It's not the media having it out for the team. They lost. And that's what happened when you lose like that. Elliot, I'm curious. We, we opened the show talking about, like, our worry meter on, on this team and this current situation. Before the AJ interview, what was your worry meter with this team? And after the AJ interview, has it has it gone down, or do you feel better about it? So I wouldn't say the AJ interview changed much, but I think that what it showed and kind of what has been showing, I think, since the Tampa Bay ended, game ended, 
is that the drama of last season doesn't feel like it went away. It feels like the, the, the ugliness and like the anger that, that is about how the season ended is still very much present. And I think that until they win, that's not going away. So I would imagine in training camp, right, OTAs, week one, if they fall behind 7 nothing, like this team is in trouble in terms of they have to turn it around. And so my worry meter for the team would be somewhat high just because I think they're going into next season with a lot of baggage. And it's, and it's hard to win when you have that kind of baggage. Yeah, and, and, and also I would say in AJ's first year they go to the Super Bowl. This is really the first adversity he's experienced being here as an Eagle. Yeah. Right? I mean, he didn't, like you said, last year was pretty much a celebration all year. <laughs> I mean, nobody complained about right. anything. Um, last year, not not this past season, obviously. I'm talking about the Super Bowl year. And then you start off the season, even though it wasn't pretty. And by the way, he, he, he corrected me on that when I said how well they were playing for 11 weeks. He said, yeah, we weren't playing that well. Well, one person on the show said that. I know, and then AJ supported that. He supported <laughs> that. There you go. So, um, But he pointed that out. My only thing is, is that I think for the, for the majority of the time that he's been here as an Eagle, it's been mostly positive since he's been here as an Eagle versus what it was the last six, seven weeks of the season. Yeah, and, you know, to AJ feeling misunderstood, I would say to AJ, like, my experience of being around this team since AJ got here is he is a very popular guy. Like, like fans really like him. Um, you know, so I, I think that if he feels he's misunderstood, like, I think he's viewed as a positive, in a positive light by the, the vast majority of fans. But, but, yeah, I mean, I think that going into next season, like, there is just going to be kind of that ugliness around this team. And until they go to Brazil and get a win, I don't, I don't know if that's going away. Do you think they win in Brazil early, Reed? I mean, they play – man, I know it's – We don't even know who's on the damn hold team. Hold on, man. man. It's, it's, a, it's a question that has to be asked. Is Kellen Moore <laughs> the right answer at head coach? And do they, is, do they need a win, I guess, is a They need a way. win, but, do you, but like, how do, I mean, early feel. How do you feel about week one down in Brazil? Well, I'll kind of do what AJ did to your Kellen Moore question and bat it aside. Like I, right. I think I didn't come here for that. I, I think I think the other the other thing that AJ said I thought was very noteworthy that I think he said a lot. And this is just my opinion. I think he feels frustration at not being like taken seriously. Is he feels the issue was the players, right? Like he yes. feels the issue was not the coaching. Now I'm sure there was times AJ disagreed with coaching. But he said it again to you guys, right? And he, I think he even said something like, I've said this before. And yep. he said it during the season. The problem was execution. And I, I believe that as well. Like, we've spent so much time on the station talking about was it the players or the coaches. And everyone wanted Brian Johnson on. And everybody, you know, the issue was the players didn't play well. And I think AJ saying that again, like, should really hammer that home to people. That the, the problem wasn't, like, Sirianni's a terrible head coach or that Sirianni can't control himself on the sideline or that, you know, any of those things. The problem was the players play well. Yeah, uh, and I thought he made that very, very clear as well. Um, I, I'm curious. The, the the other big news of the day um, is the salary cap went up and it went to 255. What kind of implications does that have for for the Eagles? So the Eagles could end up having the most money I've ever seen them have in my time covering a team to spend in free agency. Um, they have around 32 million dollars right now. I think they'll probably add another $10 million at least when they figure out what they want to do with Kevin Byard. That brings them up to, you know, $42, $45 million. Um, The Hassan Reddick situation will result in more money, whether he's traded or 
if they sign him to a new extension, it will probably lower that cap hit. He has the highest cap hit on the team right now. So by the time this is all said and done, there's a chance they could be working with $55, $60 million. And with how Howie structures deals in pushing money down down, uh, the road, they have enough money to do this offseason to do almost whatever they want. And if, if, you, if you're someone that thinks a team needs an influx of talent, they have the money to go do that. Uh, why were you not at the Sixers game last night? <laughs> well, let me say, I am upset that I wasn't there. I was very much looking forward to it. But, look, like I had to rest from the wisdom teeth. I don't know what to tell you guys. I had, I had all my wisdom teeth pulled on Monday. I've done all my hits this week. I came in with you guys. Like, I needed to rest. So, it is what so, it is. So you opted for, for rest over hanging out with coworkers? Unfortunately, yes, I had to, which is a shame because it looked like it was an awesome time, and I would have loved to see there. But, All right. Well, listen, buddy. You know, well, we'll, we'll have to do it again after I didn't just have, you know, major surgery on my mouth. <laughs> the, the, the biggest story of the day, Ellie Shore Parks ducking, hanging out with work friends because of a little yeah. wisdom teeth removal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I think there will be other things discussed today if I had to guess. It was, it's nice. going to be the number one thing discussed after you get off the air is, is you yeah. not being there. Uh, Elliot, appreciate the time, and we'll talk to you next week. Yep, awesome job, guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, All right, brother. There he goes. Elliot. There goes ESP. Short four marks. Um, yeah, 215-592-9494 if you want to keep reacting to the A.J. Brown uh, discussion that we had here uh, about – 45 minutes ago at this time. Really interesting stuff. I cleared up a lot of stuff. was very poignant. Uh, obviously, was a little bit emotional um, from the standpoint of wanting to you know, clean up anything that, that the media kind of felt. Um, and he made it clear twice. Made it very clear twice. Wants to be an Eagle. Was, was clear on that. He did say it's business one time, but that was after a couple times of I want to be an Eagle. Um, so very, very interesting stuff uh, from A.J. Brown. Yoshi's in Brewery Town. What's happening, Yoshi? Baby, big eyes, buzz, happy Friday. What up, Yosh? Hey, man, what up? First of all, I want to say, uh, I think, I think Ike might have hurt Jack's feelings when he told AJ uh, that the Eagles is the most important team and the favorite <laughs> team in town. I, no, I although, although I, I didn't know if it was probably inappropriate to ask how I felt about the Phils to maybe to, maybe to close it out. Man, I was like, Jack just did a big gulp, like, huh? No. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. Oh, I, 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 like Rio said, you did excellent, man. Dude, what's the name like? Hey, man, you balance that tightrope like crazy, boy. What's the name? You good, boy. I get it. Real good. And, 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 I, and, and I feel Arthur, let me say his name right, Arthur Jawan Brown. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I was already like you. I what was the uh, medium to low? Yeah, medium low. Yep. You know, you want you, 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 you concerned about you know Kels Hassan, but your best offensive weapon leaving the daggone team right now. You know, and I'm glad he came on and cleared that up. with man, he went up a couple notches in my book. Wait. Stop tripping. You know you ain't want no smoke with that boy. What's that? You want all the smoke. Yeah, yeah, you ain't want that smoke. What's that? Like, and I, and I fucked him. When he said he loved, he loved this city and he loved the fans, I heard that crackle in his voice. I felt that. Like, I believed him. And I liked that he said, you know, me and Jalen fine, but I'm not getting into our business on the radio. Like, what's that? Like, we cool, so whatever right. is going on is good. And we ain't got to go no more. And it's definitely not going no more in this radio. Yep. I, I, I like that. 
So now the spotlight is no longer on AJ. He's gravy. It's all on Jason Kelts retiring or whether I'm fine with it, what's name is getting traded. Because AJ, other Jawan Brown, is in hell. And I believe him. I really do believe him. And I'm glad. Hey, all hell to the afternoon show with no name yet. Because, man, man, jump. And then on Spike struck that finally hit the right nerve, and he said, I call in. What's the name? Like, man, this show is the best show, bro. This is the cool kids' table all day. Because what's the name? Like, y'all got Arthur Jawan Brown to call in and blow it up. That, that's great, man. That's great. I love, I, I love being a part of the afternoon show that has, it, has no name yet. I love y'all <laughs> cats, man. <laughs> and, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Hey, Rio, blow it on the grass. What's my point? Great to hear you back, baby. Great to hear you back. Pass me a clip. Let's go to war, baby. All right, fellas. All right, Yoshi. Have a good weekend, Yoshi. Have a good weekend. Um, yeah, the Jalen stuff. I still think is like I, I have to go back and, and re-listen to it mm-hmm. um, again. I thought he was very honest on a lot of things. Uh, that was the one where it still wasn't as overwhelming. Um, you know, I thought, I thought he's very strong on wants to be an eagle, wants to be an eagle, doesn't mm-hmm. want to be traded. The J- like, of all the worry meter stuff, it still doesn't seem like it's great, uh, but I, I would have to go back and, and 100% re-listen to it and still have that takeaway. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look at that and I say in he spoke about it as in-depth as he wanted to, and, you know, when a guy who calls up with his emotions already running high, I didn't feel the need to push it. Right, you give him an opportunity to answer the way he wants to answer on it, and he was quick to move on from it. And when he says he's not going to get on, he's not going to talk about it on the radio. I'm like, okay, we, we can move on from it. So maybe, maybe, again, maybe they have yet to have the off-season conversation or or hash it out or whatever. Maybe they don't need to. I I I, I don't know. You know, I I will say this. Hearing him talk about Jalen's leadership qualities and things of that nature, he did come into he came to Jalen's defense when he said the stoic personality and how it was okay when they were winning. And yes. when were, the one thing I would say to AJ, and again, I, I didn't want to do this back and forth with him, but if I ever had the chance to talk to him privately or whatever, I, I would tell him like, look, things are different when you lose around here, man. They just are. So, yeah, just because everybody was okay with Jalen's personality when they were winning doesn't mean everybody's going to be okay when, when you're losing. But that, to be fair, That's though, just how it works. To be fair, it, I, don't think the, I don't think us well, us or fans, there wasn't that much stuff about Jalen's personality when they were losing. It was the stuff that was, that was coming out of the reports that the, the team wanted to be more. I, I mean, sure. I think that's what I was reacting more to. Yeah, I mean, that, that's part of it. Listen, I, I've talked about Jalen's personality. I talked about that stuff, so I, I noticed it was different. I have no problem with that. It's just that he doesn't seem to nest or care to understand that when you aren't winning games, yes, everything is magnified. That's really what it boils down to. Right. Yeah, things that people are willing to overlook and not necessarily make a big deal out of, out of when you win, yes, that, that, that's, it doesn't make Philadelphia any different than any other sports city. When your team is winning, just like me overlooking poor play, and I'm saying they're five and one. They're six and one. They're seven and one. Who the hell wants to be critical of a team that's eight and one, nine and one? Right. That, that's I was saying it point blank. Yeah. Well, and and, and I guess it's really even the, even though I even though I knew things weren't necessarily perfect. And with him, when he got here, they went to the Super Bowl. 
Well, in his second year, they were ten and one. He hasn't experienced the no. other side of Philadelphia. Yep. Where like, dude, we don't handle the Eagles losing very well. Like, this isn't it. I think he was just so overwhelmed by the the. I think that's what it is too. And he's yeah. just surprised that, that it's gone the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And now it's it's up. It's it's the media's stuff. But but but, yeah. No, I no, I I, I totally agree with you there. But I still believe there's things you can ignore. Like, I, I don't – every player doesn't react to this the same way A.J. is reacting to this. Right. And I know his name is being brought up, but there's been things talked about with, with players all the time. Some guys have rabbit ears to where they react to the stuff, and some guys just choose to ignore the stuff. Like, I don't see Jalen responding to everything that's, that's thrown out there about him. So, I, I understand that guys are different. He wanted to sort of – clear his name up but I don't really believe he needed to clear his name of anything or any of that because speculation is speculation right like the Eagles aren't reacting to what is being speculated in other words the Eagles aren't getting rid of AJ Brown because of what WIP is saying no uh Chris is in Pensacola what's happening Chris <laughs> we got all the heavy I'm hitters. Having, man I'm having a great day that was great man the morning I watched I watched Craig Cartless weave and and swallow his words and retract like the weasel he was Swallowed. when the Flyers beat him it. and he lost. <laughs> yep. he, he, he lost with the Lindros stuff. That dude's just a weasel, dude. Convicted felon, public record. Look him up. Insurance fraud. There you go, Craig Carton. Um, yo, man, I, let me tell you. I think it was great that he came out. And, like, let me tell you. Me and my boys were sitting here because it's Friday, so they got done their shots early, too. We want to hire you on the side for, like, another consulary, like, when people, like, you know, owe us money, like, fix our machines. You just call them up and say, I'm like, man, pay them, man. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say for cool, like, Jack, I was going to say, what's cool? Like, of course, like, the long ball. But, no, it's cool. Isaiah Reese's full Mac daddy, dude. You're like silk, man. You're like a chameleon. You'll have 50 50 partners. You'll be there until you're 90, bro. I love you, man. I love you. And Jack, that means like Jack's not going to be here. And Jack, I like you I like you too, but let me tell you, man, and, and I'm a flannel guy too. When you go out, first off, you got to drop about 15. I know you got some dad fat on you. Oh, thank you. Lose the flannel shirt, dude. Like, no. come on. Get like to take at least like Macy's or something. Get like a like, like, like little silk nice. Drop 100 on the, on the top. I'll buy you a top, dude. I own laundromats, man. You look like you're like ready to like go like push cows over or go sell some stuff on the side of 72 going down to the shore of the farmer's market. Come on, man. Well, I'm, I'm a farmer's market man. I like yeah. that kind of stuff. I do. I'm an outdoorsman. Ike looked yes. like he was going out to like the, the club or half <laughs> well, the hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ike, well, Ike, Ike and I cannot Ike. dress the same. The only wear what Ike. Ike was wearing last night, I'd be yeah, laughed I, out of the building. Yeah, well, I saw the picture. I'm like, what, which one don't belong? Spike. Spike looks like he owns like a cool day lot, like barber shop with like a tattoo parlor in the back. Ike looks like he's going on like like after the after hours club. And here comes Jack <laughs> asking if I want jersey worn and for two dollars. <laughs> I I'm love it, bro. People help Yo, people. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I, and I never take the heat. Always take shots at me, but I got to take one little dig at him. Hey, hey, Wade. Yeah, yeah. You really heard it on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, Laurie, Harry Rose, and AJ Brown are all in on. Oh, I'm getting him straight. As long as he keeps quiet. Shut your pie hole, man. You're so wrong, dude. Come on now, stop it. It's Friday. I'm having fun. I'm I'm gonna pop a lager and Ike. You are, you know what? When you walk in the house today, say, I'm the new cool day lock. Get my slippers, kids, and get my pipe. 
I'm going out back with Sparty. How about that? I like it. Fly, I Eagles, like it. fly. Let's go. Oh, and all you Sixers fans. Oh, you want to get rid of JoJo? They're 10 and 13. They're getting beat by 20 like red-headed stepchild. You jackasses. And how? And how? And yo, hey, Coward Eskin. You, 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 you said all these foreign players are better than JoJo. He is a foreign player. And Luca, the dude that has your onions on your face, nobody wants to play with him, man. It's common knowledge, you jackass. I love you guys, man. Flower, let's go smoke some flower. There he goes. Wow. Chris and Ben Sogan. <laughs> I have gotten a lot of comments, Ike. I need to lose 15 to 20. My official statement. The official statement is like, dude, it's hard, all right? You know, like, <laughs> I, I, I hang out with Walk in the morning. Can everyone can just relax? You used to run a lot, though. I know. I, I would, Listen, I, I, I got no room to talk. You look fine as far as I'm well, concerned. Well, no, I know, I know. But uh, you <laughs> saw how I looked in my tight sweater. I know. It's just, it's just, can everyone relax? I don't need the fat jokes on Twitter. You know, I, you know relax. People help people. People be nice. It's, uh, be nice to each other. Well, the one thing I did know is why I wear hoodies out now. If I'm going to something publicly, Pictures will be taken. Pictures will be taken. <laughs> and I'm a flannelsman. I don't know what you want me to do about that. 215-592-9494. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's signature menu items, pregame, in-game, or post-game. Chickies and Pete's. We'll keep reacting to the A.J. Brown uh, interview coming up next, plus maybe some thoughts on the Sixers uh, and all that good stuff on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Now, that's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets. How about live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more? Man, I really do like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Ike and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. I have no problem. I want to be here. It's simple as that. I love where I'm at. It's simple as that. Next question. There was A.J. Brown a little bit earlier on the program. We will replay the entire thing uh, in, its, uh, in its full at 5.30, one hour from now. Uh, it was, uh, it was a, a, a big interview. It was something very interesting. Uh, he had some stuff he wanted to get off his chest, mm-hmm. um, and someone had to ask the tough questions like, Kellen Moore, has he reached out? And <laughs> what is, how do you feel about the future? Uh, the Twitter, <laughs> we are live at Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free. Snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Find a location near you online at chickiesandpeets.com for details. Black Gritty from BlackGritty.com. What's happening, BG? So, uh, first of all, Ike, you'll know this is a cultural reference. I can tell, Ike, that you had like a, a grandma kick in the door and ask who broke the vase once or twice in your lifetime because you handled it and answered the question straight up. Jack was over there shaking. I'm glad you admitted it, Jack, because you listen back to it. Woo, I was like, where's Jack at? Where's Jack at? I was right here. Somebody right here the whole time. Jack. Steady Eddie. Steady Eddie. Uh, hey, hey, yeah, steady Eddie. 100 miles an hour heartbeat race. I heard a bump with the radio. Um, well, we know no. what part of part of what part of what it is, BG. I didn't want AJ to think Jack was Spike. Yeah, well, that, well, that, okay, good. Because that's that's one thing I was going to say. Because I wish Spike would have been there. Because what he right. said yesterday made yeah, me this guy he like, comes in, drops a bomb, and then all of a sudden he's, <laughs> he can't be found. He can't find Spike. 
He, he almost slipped up yesterday. My dad made these contracts back up. Hold on a second, bro. <laughs> the media don't get nobody paid. They might get somebody traded, but they don't get you paid. Your performance gets you paid. The media doesn't do that, okay? You go out there, you perform, you do your job, and you hopefully get paid if you're not old, okay? But the, the biggest thing about it is he's just one of them dudes. You know, some guys aren't sitting there like when, when you saw Jalen and him on the phone when they put that clip out. That's what they do behind closed doors because they're family. And you know how it is when you're chopping it up with your people versus when you see other people out there. So when he sits there and says, Jalen's my guy, some men aren't going to go around saying over and over again, I love Jalen. He loves my daughter. I love his wife. I love him. How much love do you need me to hear you say when I told you this has been my dude since day one? And now we're on the same team together. He's my guy. I, I, I take it at a face value of what he said. And then when he doesn't want to talk, again, because some dudes are just more aggressive and passionate. So he's saying, look, if I say bah, 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 because I'm emotional right now, I just got my teeth kicked in, you're going to take it and run with it. So sometimes I'd rather say nothing. Anybody who's an athlete, I, I get in the car with my daughter. She just got pinned. Guess what? I'm not talking for the first 15 minutes in that car ride home. Damn near can't put the radio on. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yo, I just got wrecked for six minutes. I, 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 don't say nothing to me. And that's how it is. So I, I appreciate him coming on. Mm-hmm. Just take his word at face value because he's just one of them dudes. He's not for play-play, and he can criticize the media. If you don't like what's going on in the media, he wants to say they're doing wrong, doing like, guess what? That's what we get to do as fans. And as the media, we criticize, make our own opinion, form oh, yeah. our opinion, share yep. that opinion. So if you don't like what somebody's saying, hey, he don't like what somebody says. Don't take it too personal. And, nope. and Jack, you know, as a rotund guy, you know what I mean? At least your uh, plaid shirt wasn't tucked in like I had that one time. So at least you. At least that shirt you, was not tucked in, man. Right, that was right, just on the side and of I, the bottom. I let it go. I don't defend it, so I do, you look <laughs> no, like I, me, Tom, too. I, no, hold on, I, I no. Went, I got to defend that because that's saying I tucked in a sweater. I did not tuck hey, look, in a sweater. It, it, it was a pants. It looked it, it, it look stitched in your jeans, brother. So don't worry about it, Jack. You're doing all right with your plaid shirt. I think I'm doing all right. I think I'm doing all right. All right, PG. All right. All right, PG. Appreciate it. I will defend the notion that I tucked the sweater in my pants. You have to. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm not Joe DeCamera. With what? Well, I mean, doesn't he, like, tuck his uh, pants in his socks or something or sweatpants instead of buying boots? I thought I heard that on the morning I can see that. Yeah, Yeah, I think think he puts – no, he's right. He puts the the sweatpants – the bottom of the sweatpants inside inside the socks. Yeah. Yeah, to keep – for what reason, I don't really – I guess to keep his feet dry, but I don't think he keeps the feet dry at all. I don't know if that helps that's at all. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, that's the only thing I'll fight back against. I did not tuck my sweater in. Now, I always tuck my shirt in underneath my sweater. That's but, one thing. Yeah, because, listen, I can't have a flare-up. That was <laughs> that was the design of the bottom of I, the sweater. I know. It, I didn't realize it looked like the top of underwear. I, I agree. Until I saw the picture. So but, I do understand why people get it confused. Well, the problem is. I mean, that was obviously a big photo op. You <laughs> it, know, was. it was the last day of yeah, exactly. <laughs> a dominant radio program. Um, and yeah, that thing circulated everywhere. It really did. And it was the face of a lot of, you know, on, on social media, YouTube. So it's okay. Hey, we're an accountability happens, show. man. Hey. We're an accountability show. Won't catch me slipping like that again, though. Never don't again. Don't worry about that. Well, because the other, well. It had such a quick trigger on getting put up, too. I got, yeah, exactly. I didn't even get a chance to look there at was it. No, well, yeah, there's no review of it. I think it was up, and then I was like, you came back from the bathroom. And I was like, hey, look at this. And you're like, oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Andy's in Deptford. What's happening, Andy? Yo, what's good, my guys? How we doing? 
Andy. My heartbeat's calmed down, Andy. Andy, did you Yo. get my apology? Did you get my apology oh, yeah, yesterday? That's, that's a stand-up man, without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. Okay. My without bad. A doubt. I, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. And when you're loud and wrong, you really got to apologize. So, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. Hey, man, that's a real testament of a real man standing up when he's wrong, without a doubt. Yo, but uh, it's crazy. Like, this fan base, this media, like, yo, we're definitely one of a kind, man. We got 197 days until the Eagles' first game, and them boys been dominating the airwaves, man. Like, yo, shout out to the char- to the, uh, to the callers, man. Hard charger, man. That, that boy was in midseason form today, man. <laughs> Yeah, bringing it. You had uh, you had uh, Chuck. I mean, yesterday he wanted to trade AJ Brown and he couldn't stand him, and now now he <laughs> loves him. Like, come on, Chuck, man. <laughs> like, be consistent, cuz. And then you got OG Wade that 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 wants to fight the man. Like, you know, yo, don't OG Wade kind of like be Hughes' older brother? Yep. You see that resemblance? <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. So, 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 OG's trying to trying to uh, channel his interview Douglas T.O. Like, dang, come on, OG, man. But, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just happy that, you know, AJ, you know, came on, cleared the airwaves. And, you know, now, now we can focus on uh, Bryce being greedy and wanting more money. Yeah, well, maybe we'll bring him on to, to, to discuss that. We'll have a nice, a nice big confrontation I mean, with big stars that, in the city. That should be the story dominating the airwaves. Uh, the Phillies team that collapsed two years in a row with such uh, high collapses. expectations. One of their best player on the team, you know, not even halfway through a guaranteed three hundred plus million dollar contract, and the chump wants more money. Well, like, no, he, want, he wants money. He about. wants money at the end to make sure that he is uh, compensated through his forties. He's doing the right thing. Come on, man. He signed. No, he's not. He signed that contract. He did. He signed that kind of contract, and, and when he, he wants, signed it, he, all he wants his money at the end. So man up and, 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 and play out your contract. He is playing out like, the contract. Yeah, but he wants more money. Come he on, wants man. Money, he wants money for 39, 40, 41. Come on. Are you going to get a raise if you're an athlete and you're 39, 40, and 41? You get a raise? Well, that's why he's, that's why he's trying to get it now because you know he probably won't get that by that point. You're the only one that, that stands tall on this. I disagree. Everyone, Most right of the move. audience wants to give him a contract extension. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> the, no, poll, they don't. The, poll, the poll is 60-40, Andy. No, they don't. I, I ain't heard most well, – most people don't really care that much because, you know what I mean? The well, you order, said it's the biggest story on the station. Or should no, be the no, it story. should be. No, the, the biggest story on the station has been the Eagles. Like, you know yes. that. Come on. Did you know the Eagles are always going to dominate this town? Regardless of what the Sillies are doing, regardless of what any other team is doing, the Eagles are Wow. When the the Phillies are in the world, by the way, back-to-back years, Phillies have made runs, and the Eagles have been 10-1, and and the Phillies have dominated. Chris, nobody even cared about the Phillies last year until about August, Uh, September. What are you talking about? They're kind of, I don't want to say they're irrelevant, but it's like, you know, I mean, it's like watching paint dry. It's really not that exciting. This sounds a bit personal, Andy. Sounds a bit personal. Appreciate the phone call. Just trying, just trying to make, a, make it personal. Um, nothing about the Phils today. Um, although, you excited tomorrow, 1 o'clock? Big game tomorrow? Here on WIP. Game number one? Can't wait. Obviously cannot wait. I saw somebody was getting – who got smashed last night? Was it the Padres? Pause. Um, <laughs> uh, Sixers? No, no, I Dodgers Padres. Yeah, yeah, Dodgers Padres. I knew I saw something yeah, last night. It was like 8 nothing in the fourth. It was 8 nothing in the fourth. Real quick on the Sixers, we'll go back to the phone lines. Um, last night, Kyle Lowry makes his debut, played yeah. 25 minutes, played pretty well. Yeah. Um, would you 
would you start him for the next uh, until Embiid's back, until some of these guys back? Do you want Kyle Lowry in the, in the starting lineup? Um, I just don't see you know him and Maxi in the backcourt. What what is how does that play out? It's a small backcourt. Yeah. Buddy Hill will go to the three. Man, that's a small lineup. Small backcourt. Buddy Hill at the three. Tobias at the four. And what, Paul Reed at the five? Yeah. Man, that's a bad lineup. <laughs> well, listen, buddy. <laughs> things are dire right now. Yeah. But at least at least late in the game. Well, who's in there now? Who's, who's, uh, who, who am I missing? Who's starting? Because Hill is playing the two guard. Hill's playing two guard. Who's, uh, uh, Toby Batum. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no, no. It's um, number nine. Oh, Ubre. Ubre. Ubre yeah. didn't start last night. Though. Oh, he didn't? No, he came off the bench. Oh, okay. um, well, who's but, starting his place? No, so last night was Maxi, Healed. Uh, Toby, Batum, Paul Reed. Now that shows you how locked in I was in on the game. I didn't even know Batum played last night. Well, he barely did. He played 18 minutes, scored no points, and had five fouls. Oh, okay, that's yeah, why. Yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't realize he played last night. Yeah, yeah. They are dreadful without Joel. Like they, they made a little run last night. Mm-hmm. They just, they just don't have good, very good basketball players. I mean, it's just, it's a simple. Not enough, that. man. Yeah, you got healed, and you got you got Tyrese. And maybe you get a little spark from Kyle Lowry. I just don't know how – I don't know if Kyle Lowry is more effective by coming off the bench versus planning starter minutes. So I mean, he is 30, 37, 38. 38 years old. Yeah, he's not not 28 years old. He's not. Although I do, for the current time being, I would like him in the last five minutes of the game. Okay. Because I do trust him at least I'm with that. Yeah, he's a veteran, yeah. In those moments. Yeah. And they don't really have those guys. As a matter of fact, I would think that's why he's here. He is here. He's here to help <laughs> help, help grow Maxi. I I was encouraged by night one of, of Kyle Lowry, but I also know he's been off for basically two months. So I hope. Oh, yeah? That, well, pretty much, yeah. The, the, the Rogier trade, I think, was at least a month and a half ago. And he never played for, for Charlotte until the buyout. Oh, see, I don't think I realized that. So that's why they, it's such a ramp-up period. You know, uh-huh. he played 25 minutes last night. I think a perfect is like 18 minutes. 15 to 18, closeout games. Yeah, he may he might be better off in, like, small doses. I, I don't know if he can play 20-plus minutes on a regular night, close to 30 minutes, right? Would you yeah. give him, what did he play last night? 25. 25, yeah. So that's probably about where he needs to be at. Right. Um, it was uh, it was, it was, it was kind of shocking being at a Philly sporting event and kind of feeling like the place got taken over. I would say it was, yeah. like, 30% Knicks fans. Yeah. 30, 35. Yeah. Heavy MVP chance. They Knicks, were loud. Knicks jerseys wherever you went. Spike was the second most famous Spike in the building because Spike Lee was there. Spike Lee was there. Um, it was it was interesting last night. It doesn't usually happen here. You know, it happened with the Flyers and Rangers. Remember mm-hmm. last year, the, the Rangers fans completely dominated and took it over. It's three teams that come in here, and there, there haven't been, well, unless it's a playoff situation for Boston or New York. But usually when Boston, New York, or L.A. comes here, you see a good amount of their fans here. And especially because the Knicks fans believe. Yeah. They, they believe in this team. That's what I kind of felt last night. I felt like the, the, the city has sort of given up on the Sixers. Like, I mean, if Embiid comes back, I think it changes things. But it was kind of a, a, an apathetic crowd last night. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And I think, I mean, they're coming off the All-Star break. It's a Thursday night. They got back-to-back. Maybe it's a uh, more livelier crowd down there tonight, Friday night, taking on the Cavs. But um, I, don't, I don't know if I want to classify it as, as fans giving up on the Sixers, although I'll, I'll sound like I'm talking on both sides of my mouth. I think they 
aren't necessarily bought in on the expectations of a long run no. this postseason. So in that sense, it's almost – it's not as – important to be in every game because you're watching a championship run with Embiid out there. You're not dying to get down to the Wells Fargo Right, right. I think that's kind of it. And and the Knicks, while they are the New York Knicks, they don't have Patrick Ewing or Bernard King on the team. So, in other words, there's not an opponent there that's going to draw even Sixers fans out to come and see them. Yeah. I will say, though, they got a bunch of just good players. Yeah. Like a bunch of just – NBA quality player. They got the yeah. bald, the bald spot Bogdanovich that made six threes against them last night. Mm-hmm. Brunson's a pro. All the home kids. in the second round, probably. Yeah, probably. They need they need another guy. It can't be Julius Randle. No. So no, you got you got to have a you got to have a big man. And it's not a Julius. wing player. Yeah, I like uh, Jalen Brunson. Oh man, they got OG. OG didn't even play last night. And they both. That's right. The he Sixers. didn't play last night. I know. Yeah, we got nothing. Tough man. night down at the Wells Fargo. I'm, and I'm looking at Kelly Oubre, and I'm like, oh, man, he can't play, please, dude. I mean, between campaign, Kelly Oubre, Toby, I'm sorry, he just five points yeah. last night. Can't dribble. Not good. <laughs> you ever see the? You're <laughs> a big, good. you're a big GIF guy, right? Yeah. I'm trying to correct the GIF GIF thing. If you if you haven't noticed, it, it is a GIF. Okay. Well, yep. you're you're a big GIF guy. You've yep. seen the clip from the office with the guy that's carrying the chili and then just starts falling and it ends up all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a Toby possession. Like, it was last night for sure. Like, what, like, I mean, we, we watched two straight plays where he clearly just got the it. ball. Yeah. He just dropped yeah. it. 215 Back to the phones in one second. But everyone heard recently that I recently bought a certified pre-owned Honda Accord from Scott Honda in Westchester, which is practically in my backyard. I actually got my first car in high school from Scott Honda. Scott Honda has been serving the area for generations, including my family. Well, now... They've brought me into their family. So if you're in the market for a new or certified pre-owned Honda, then go where they make it easy to buy your next car. Scott Honda of Westchester. And now, Scott Honda of Vineland, New Jersey. Visit scotthonda.com and tell them Fritz sent you. Big Aaron, Big A in West Philly. What's happening? Yo, what's going on, Jack? What's going on, Ike? What's up, Big A? I'm going to ask two media questions, then I'm going to get to um, the interview real quick, and I'm going to sum it up real quick. Okay. I, I don't understand. Help me understand the media. When, I'm going to go back for them. When Jalen Hurts went and took that trip to Seattle on a, on a plane, right, mm-hmm. everybody said he was sick, right, and he ain't yes. going to get the other players sick. Then later on, it's like he's selfish. He don't want to be with the team. So what do I believe? Was he sick or did he it didn't want to be with the team? Well, when you, you say he didn't want to be with the team, I, I, I've, I've heard people say, like, you know, now you, they use that as something that, that, you know, he don't connect with the team. Well, I they mean, there have, been re- there, right? there, there have been reports that, that players certainly looked at him funny when he flew separately. I mean, he did fly back with the team. He didn't fly back separately. Okay, so was he sick when he went? I'm assuming he – no, I'm assuming he was sick, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So so let me ask this question. Um, 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 when they asked Bryce, you know, Bryce ain't going around saying, I want a new contract. They asked him the question about the contract, and he answered it, right? Yes. So this is what I'll say about the media. When they ask the question, they get an answer – it's kind of like they don't like the answer or they take the answer too far or, you know, or it's just what it is. 
so as as people, we got to just you know look at it and say which what is true in it. Even with the AJ thing right now, mm-hmm. only thing I got out of AJ when he was talking, he he's he's what I want Hurts to be. <laughs> well, but that's uh, not uh, that, uh, that might not be Jalen's kind of. That's not how right. personality. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. See, we know that, so that's why he's the way he is. He's the outspoken one. He's holding people accountable. He's coming there working out harder than everybody else. He even said it. I do this, I do this, I do that. And I, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it from him. I have to believe him or I don't believe him. So he's doing things that Hurts don't do, right? Yeah. Yep. So, so I'm looking at it like, dag, I want Hurts to be like that. But if I got a player like that that's pushing him like that, and maybe Hurts don't like that he push him like that. That's probably why they're not as close as they are. He ain't gonna get into that when you when you try to ask him that sure. question. He don't want to yeah. get into that yeah. because Bobby push him. No man, you gotta you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, and do that. Look at this play. Look at it. Not just like you know. And we think he diva over on the sideline. I think Hurts might be the diva dude. <laughs> and I don't want to talk bad about Hurts because I like him. Maybe he has a little diva in him. I yeah. don't know. See, see, here's the thing that I, that I say, Big A, and, and, and I understand where A.J. is coming from, and he doesn't like his name thrown around and people labeling him as a diva and all those things. So I had no problem with him coming on to clear his name or what have you. But when a right. team starts 10-1 and one and loses six or seven games coming down the stretch and you had Super Bowl aspirations, yeah. people want answers. Yes, people want answers. And, and, and you can say, well, okay, well, I answered it, and then it, – then it's up to the consumer to believe the answer or not. Or okay, whether or not quick, you just – go ahead, go ahead. One quick thing. Yep. I've, I've been around this town a long time. Richie Coltite was like, what, 8-0, 8-1? Mm-hmm. That Eagles team? Yeah. And don't nobody talk about no players but Richie Coltite. So why don't we talk about the head coach? We did. We did. We did. Hold on. We did that for weeks. Everybody, hold on, hold on. Everybody wanted to, and I'm speaking generally because I certainly wasn't one, but people wanted the coach fired for weeks. We did talk about the coach. Well, I I, want to see how that go in the media now when he come on your program, come on the programs that people want to fire. How do you think he's going to react to that? He's going to he's going to say that comes with the job, that comes with the territory because this is what this is what professional sports is. These guys aren't the first people to be criticized or questioned. I played here nine years. I played with a guy for who's here. I consider him as the franchise's best quarterback. He got ripped for years. Like like players, when when you don't play well or the team doesn't win, people are going to be critical. That's that's nothing new. Like this this isn't this isn't anything new. The, the, the only weirdest thing to me is that people, some people. Have gotten so offended and taken everything so personal, personal when it comes to someone giving their opinion about AJ. Right. That's the only thing that's been so semi weird to me. Like everybody else is fair game though. You can fire the head coach. You can get rid of this person. This well, person stinks. What... That person stinks. But you can't say anything about this guy. Well, because that that makes sense to the general public about Sirianni. The, the AJ right. stuff is viewed as uh, that's insane. That's that's hot take right now. And, and I understand that. I understand that. My only thing is, is why is it so personal? Is my opinion. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Is like that's my question. Is like, okay. Well, also <laughs> and, like and people I, want to know whether or not the quarterback and the receiver are getting along and everybody's good. Like, I, I 
and he cleared that up. So I don't know. I don't. You know, people may still talk about it, but I may, I'm, I'm assuming maybe it won't be as big of a uh, topic anymore. And that's fine. I agree. I just, <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. It feels like everything these days. Like, I don't know. They, they lost. They went had a historic collapse. Like, we can't do the whole everything's fine thing every day. Like, it's it's not that it's it's not. I don't I, I don't believe that. I don't believe it's fine at all. So I, I'm glad he came on. I'm glad to clear some stuff up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll replay it coming up at 530. Uh, we are live at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's. Signature menu items, pregame, in-game, or postgame. Chickies and Pete's on the other side. A top five at five with uh, Buzz Wilson as we oh, look to should be better today. get it back on track. Uh, the Twitter <laughs> question is now brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts, shop Mark's Jewelers' ext- uh, extensive collection for the perfect gift online, marks-jewelers.com. On the other side, a top five at five, A.J. Brown replay at 530. All that's coming up in, on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Welcome back. It's the afternoon show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Find a location near you online, chickiesandpeets.com. Ike, Sixers crowd, eh, sort of trickling in. I mean, we got an Evan Mobley jersey here right in front of us. We got, you know, a cat. Totally out of control. Yeah, well, what do you know about Evan Mobley? <laughs> yeah, well, seriously, we don't know anything about yeah, Evan Mobley. <laughs> Cavs in town tonight. By the way, I'm officially in the camp. I want the Sixers to get the seventh seed, play in the play-in, and play the Cavs in the second round. They smoked the Cavs with a uh, with a healthy Joel Embiid. So uh, avoid the Bucks. You know the Bucks. The Bucks to the three seed. By the way, Bucks coming to town Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, uh, Doc. Doc could be in town Sunday. What kind of uh, reaction do you think he's going to get? <laughs> this the game spike should have been ringing the bell. Man. I know um, Sunday's game. It's going to be. It's going to be. I think a pretty legendary boat. You know, yeah, I, I would imagine. Like. Ben got it a couple of years ago, but he didn't play. Right. We haven't had, like, a like Carson ever played here. Nope. Like we haven't had a good villain, I guess, coming back here in, in, <laughs> in a while. Um, so Doc comes back on Sunday. Pat Bev, who uh, is, like, a chameleon. He, yeah. Whatever I he, think most of the boos will be for Doc. I agree. I don't think Pat yeah. Bev gets booed. Yeah. Um, I think he'll get a pretty good reaction from people. Mm-hmm. I think people will be in. Um, but I would be booing because I don't appreciate the shots in Philadelphia uh, since leaving. I thought, I thought he's one of us. <laughs> he was only here for the yeah, half well, the season. Yeah, well, I felt hard. I, I felt hard. I made him untouchable <laughs> right. at the trade. I was heartbroken. We were in the meeting together. I know, yeah. You, yeah, you, you were like, man, can we they trade Pat Bev? Been I mean, waiting to get Pat Bev here for years. You can flush the, th- the title hopes down the drain <laughs> I mean, when Pat Bev was gone. So Cavs are only four-and-a-half-point favorites tonight in Philadelphia, which is shocking. Um, given what we saw last night. Uh, we'll get back to the phone calls and, again, the A.J. Brown interview at 5.30. But uh, the, the, some would say the star of the A.J. Brown interview might not have happened. Buzz, how close were you to just hanging up and saying you're not really A.J. Brown? Relatively close. I didn't think it was him. Jeez, man. <laughs> Do you realize what you could have done? I mean, you could have screwed this whole thing up, buddy. But I didn't. I know. Imagine you, yeah, whatever. Good job, Buzz. Thank but, you. But, hey, would you rather me grill him or not? It's a tense situation. Yes, I think you did the right thing, Buzz. Now, what do you think his reaction was when he saw your face on the FaceTime? Yeah, he didn't look too pleased. <laughs> it was not the same like, reaction he gave Jalen. It's when like, he, who, who is this dorky radio producer yeah, trying, trying to grill me? Imagine you're A.J. Brown, and there's Buzz on the other end of the FaceTime. Yeah. Man. That's, that's good stuff. It's good journalism out of you. All right, let's get to what we do every day around this time, and that is the Top 5 5 today with Buzz.
pretty cool on-court moment last night by a WIP personality. Spike ringing the bell, long overdue, writes to Ricky Sanchez. You guys were there, obviously. And it got me thinking about the top five on-court or on-field moments by WIP personalities, because there's been a lot of great ones. There's been Ooh, a lot wow. of great That's ones. That's a big one. Wow. A lot of great ones over the year, and I just want to get it out of the way. Sp- like Ike and Hugh being honored as Eagles alumni, that's by far the best. I'm eliminating that from the list. Thank you. You know, that, that's not going to rank. <laughs> Frankly, it's a little above some of these entries I have here. <laughs> yes. Number five, uh, we go back to, you know, the, the Angelo Cataldi retirement tour. His first pitch, and more so I'm picturing him before and after. Like, you know, it was a hot Sunday afternoon. Like, Cindy, it's 100 degrees out here. Or him turning and being like, I, I got to get in the suite. Angelo's first pitch comes in at number five. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, I didn't. Was it bad? Was it a bad pitch? Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know. Just, it was a pretty good pitch. It's just like, I guess I'm overly overly critical of first pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know, the whole front was wide, like opening up like a like a door, you know, and left. left it wasn't good behind. mechanics. No, oh. was the, the mechanics. Oh, you didn't like not, the mechanics. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Didn't really scream, <laughs> big time athlete. Yeah, I, okay. Were you really expecting that? No, no, I was not. It was a fine. It was a fine first pitch. Yeah, uh, but it, it definitely was didn't inspire like this guy's played. Did he bounce it up there? No, I think he threw no, it. No, he got it, it over okay. in the air, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a little, little okay. lollipop. Okay. Little, little lollipop. He didn't go out to the mound, I don't think, but no, he got no it over. One, no one's allowed on the mound. All right, what's, uh, what's next? <laughs> Number four is uh, Joe DeCamera pulling his groin, running at a ground ball at fantasy uh, camp. Yeah. Couldn't even sure. make it the 90 feet. And, and this guy's always injured. The guy's Legendary. injured more than anyone. I think he's still dealing with it, too. I don't yeah, think it's like a five-year groin injury. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's the longest lingering groin injury in Philadelphia sports. I mean, they do say it takes no, a while. No, it's sports history. Sports about history. Philadelphia sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the funny part about that is that it's not like he's moving fast. Like Sometimes when you, when you right. pull your groin. It's not like he was flying down first base. Right, like Roman Quinn. Pulling a pulling a groin because he's literally too fast for his body, I believe. Right, like that, I can. But the camera is barely moving at anything faster than a walking pace. That's when the pulling of the groin becomes pretty embarrassing. Yes. What's next? Yes. Number three. Speaking of first pitches, Jack, it's your first pitch out in Reading, throwing only ah. seventy nine miles an hour, and then you have the run as broccoli. That's pretty good. Yeah. Seventy nine. Seventy nine. Yeah, but you needed to throw eighty two. Uh, oh. no, the, the bet was eighty. Sorry, the bet eighty. Was 80. Uh, but you still, but you still one tick. I did miss it by one tick. It was it was heartbreaking. Um, I will say I barely picked up a baseball in about at that point it was 2018, 2018. Um, I hadn't really picked up a baseball in four years, and still yeah, it's pre- not that far, dude. It's pretty. I pretty much had eighty in my back pocket <laughs> even four years later. <laughs> Golf and baseball. I always got eighty right around the corner, man. That's. Hey, I like that. <laughs> what about that damn broccoli race? I got smoked in the broccoli <laughs> race. Yeah. Well, the the, 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 the broccoli race, they, they set you up for failure. It's, it has the longest stem. Yeah. So it's, so you're trying to move your legs, and I'm moving like a – They put you in the broccoli. It's hard for you to do, run. Do we right. think the Redding Fight and Phil's mascot race is meant for fairness? Is that well, really the point of that? I think they sabotaged me. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, they you think to they, make me. They really set you up there on well, purpose? Well, also, I didn't, have, I didn't have cleats on. Uh, no, I actually, you could have brought cleats. <laughs> no, I am actually lying. I did have cleats on. No, that's even worse. I didn't have cleats on for the for the the thing against the camera down in uh, at Citizens Bank Park, which is the only reason why I left the game because I couldn't have didn't have my footing. Everyone, oh, everyone, oh, knows okay, okay. everyone, everyone that's pitched at a high level it's knows what I'm excuses, talking about. Man. I would never. I would never. I would never. What's next? Uh, number two is Joe Giglio's air ball. Got to come close. Dude, how is that not number one? Nowhere man. close to the backboard. Holy hell. He set WIP back 20 years with that. 
I mean, he really did. That was terrible. Footage and all. It was like, I mean, it, literally, like, he, he, it couldn't have been worse if he was playing in the Windy City in Chicago and shot on shot a bad And a the ball. shooting form. It's like he couldn't reach. <laughs> I have never seen, besides the, the Anthony Melton in Game 7 against the Celtics, I have never seen a basketball move like a slider. <laughs> Because he really had a grip on it, yeah. Dude, it was spinning like a like. Yeah. He was like he's trying to put spin on it. That was bad. That that was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, uh, and the fact he had a long sleeve shirt on. Oh, I know. Under a t-shirt. Yeah. He doesn't inspire again. <laughs> Droopy socks or or, or um, the the ankle cut socks. Right. Right. Like the the it looked like a runaround track shoes instead of basketball shoes. The socks that are a little bit above the ankles yeah. is, is a tough look. I'll say this. I'll say this. Yes. Gilio does not inspire confidence in athletic feats. The camera <laughs> does not inspire confidence. At, at, who, who inspires more between those two? Uh the camera. No. Definitely the camera. Definitely the. You think he's a better athlete than Joe G? I think G? he's a better athlete than Joe G. And I don't care about running. Running doesn't mean you're athletic. It just means you can last. Uh, you can last for longer periods of time. Pause. Um, yeah. Buzz knows. But <laughs> I like the 79 miles an hour. That's holding my own as as an athlete. Like that's. You were a college pitcher. You couldn't clear 80. I know I couldn't clear 80. Buzz didn't pick, barely pick up a baseball in four years. Everyone well, maybe that. warm up that's a little not bit. Not that big of a deal. Four years. Yeah. yeah. It had only been four years because you quit. Yeah. Hey, Buzz, we don't need a whole re- relitigation of my baseball career. I inspire confidence in athletic feats featuring WIP, and I don't embarrass the WIP. Well, that's true. You did, you did the mile. That was pretty good. What, what about your pass out of bounds in the PAL game? So ah. we, we've been over that. We, the kid didn't fill to the corner. Okay. And you I'm wanted not, an eight-year-old to make a cut. I'm not one to blame an eight-year-old. But uh, the kid didn't know basketball. You said the pass was on the mark if he was where he was supposed to be. Well, run a fast break, right? Why are you stopping? Everyone knows you fill the corner. No, because what they do now is stop at the three-point line. I was giving him a three-point line in the corner. In the corner, though. What about just give it to him on the wing? The kind of gravity that I instill when I'm going down the basketball court. Right, you were they know too fast. They heard stop ball, stop ball, because this 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 bolt, this, this yeah. train is yeah, out of control. out of control coming. Yeah, and, and he knows when the defense collapses, you got to fill to the corner. Do you think that kid could even reach the rim from the corner? Not even close, Buzz. But that <laughs> what is he filling the corner for? Much like LeBron. I made the right basketball play, and I'll take that to my grave. What's next? And number one, the reason why Gilio's air ball wasn't at one is because Howard kicking a field goal in a cowboy jersey or the cowboy jacket at the vet is obviously number one. I mean, this All guy, booed, that, yes. yeah, that, that setback and getting booed, that set back his fandom. You said 20 years for Gilio. I mean, still to this day. <laughs> well, it didn't say, well, his fandom, yeah. It, I will say it went away for a while there. I believe that me and Mark's. Brought one back of, the cowboy jacket video. One of, one of the feats that we accomplished in the afternoons is making sure Howard is held accountable properly for his Cowboys fandom. Because growing up, while not knowing about him being a Cowboys fan in the 90s, I would hear him say cockroach and, and rip these Cowboys fans. And I would think, man, this guy really hates the Cowboys. And through the work of this show, we have made sure that people are aware that at one point he was a Cowboys fan. And for that, I'm proud of it. Good work by you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was, I was waiting for the applause from the from the, the audience. Here yeah, you want a standing ovation down at Chickies yeah. for holding Howard accountable? You're exactly right. Because we're an accountability show. Uh, there it is, number one, Howard Eskin, wearing a Cowboys. Speaking of being uh, held accountable, mm-hmm. I did have a moment during the A.J. Brown interview. Um, and I know we can ready to play it at 530. I had a moment during the A.J. Brown interview. I had a flashback 
to the Breakfast Club when Birdman came in. You know, Birdman came in, and he was like, <laughs> you know, they thought he was coming in pleasantly. You know what I'm talking about? I thought you were talking about the rapper. I am talking about the rapper Birdman. In Breakfast Club? The, not the movie oh, Breakfast not, Club. Okay, the not, the mov- not the movie I Breakfast Club. I swear I can't talk to you about anything. You don't have any damn reference to anything pop culture-wise or hip-hop culture-wise. Now you? I know what you're talking about. Okay, you Charlemagne the God and, and DJ Envy, okay? Right. Angelina Yee used to be on there, okay? Do <laughs> you remember the Birdman interview now? Yes. When he came in and said, put some respect on my name. That's what it was? Yes. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> he really did. I'm talking to all three of y'all. Yeah, yeah. Put some respect on my name. And when you get to 530, uh, you will hear. That's, that's kind of the feeling AJK when he came in. Yeah. See? And I was trying to make sure I wasn't Charlemagne. What was I trying, what was I trying to be? You were Angela Yee. Don't know the reference. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that means killed it. Uh, this segment is sponsored by God Door and Windows. Take advantage of God Door and Windows. Big winter sale through February. Receive 40% off all windows and doors. Call 1-877-GO-GUIDE or visit GoGUIDA.com. Ike, well, the guy who uh, I would say had a hand in creating this mess and then <laughs> dodging and getting out of town immediately and leaving everyone else to clean up the mess is Spike Eskin. What's happening, Spike? All right. Stop it. No, no, I'm not kidding. Stop with the dodging thing. For, for, because yes. no, I'm being serious here. Because yep, I'm, I'm, now, now I'm, a, I'm like I'm being serious. I know we're all laughing, but mm-hmm. just two serious things. First of all, everybody whining at me of the internet that I dodged AJ Brown. I, I, I don't work there full time yet. So just because AJ Brown decides he wants to call up at three o'clock one day, I can't just magically be at WIP. If AJ Brown would like to have a long conversation about everything that he's mad at, I'm happy to have a conversation with AJ Brown. I am appreciative of you. I still haven't even heard the friggin' interview uh, because I've been in meetings, but I appreciate you guys doing it. One thing I just wanted to clarify, because I didn't actually watch the clip that A.J. Brown had posted that he was mad about. Mm-hmm. I was talking about my father in that clip, not A.J. Brown. Like, when I said on the air, when, when, when I came on with you guys yesterday, there were two people I was talking about, A.J. Brown and my dad. Two people who had been critical of the Philadelphia media. Mm-hmm. My dad has been very critical of WIP hosts, which I have expressed to him, I think, is wrong on air and off air. What I said on air about my father is that he forgot where all of the stuff that he has came from. I said that all of the, the cars he has, his Rolexes, his house, all came from WIP. AJ thought, I, I did, again, I have not seen the clip but I think he thought I was talking about him. Clearly, A.J. Brown's money has come from playing football, not from WIP. Um, that said, I think A.J. Brown was wrong in what he said about WIP. I think A.J. Brown is responsible for the vacuum of information that people have filled in. And looking at the quotes, again, I haven't listened to the interview. I don't know, what did you guys think of it? Like, did he answer the questions that you asked him? Um... Yes and no. I, I think okay. he, he certainly had no problem talking about wanting to be an eagle and remaining being an eagle. Um, he addressed, when asked, uh, the Jalen Hurts question as to whether or not their relationship is fractured or anything of that nature. He just didn't go in-depth with it. He actually said that he wasn't going to do that on the radio, but him and Jalen was fine and that the report or, or the rumor was some BS. So, And then I think A.J. had his own agenda where he wanted to address some things that he just didn't feel were fair 
um, as far as a, I don't know, how he, his personality is being categorized and, and sort of how he's being portrayed as selfish or as a diva. So I think he really wanted to address that and the fact that he believes we, the media, make up a lot of this stuff uh, and drive negativity and refer to as, as haters a few times as well. You know, I, I think one thing, it's really hard, I think, sometimes for both media fans, athletes, I said both, all three of them, to understand the perspective and why they say and do the things that they do. Like, I saw where AJ said that we're supposed to be pro-Philly, we should be pro, we should be supportive all the time. And our job as media is not to be supportive all the time. Like, we're not cheerleaders. That's not what we're here for. We're here to say what we say, see, and say what we think. That now, when things are going good, we are supportive because we're happy and because things are good, but the job of a fan is not to just be supportive when the team stinks, and the job of the media is not just to be supportive when the team stinks. I think one thing that sometimes athletes don't understand is that when they, let's say, just for math's sake, that A.J. Brown makes $17 million dollars a, a year, right? He can play a game and play really poorly, and he still went home and made a million dollars that game. A fan who took a family of four to that game who watched the team stink is out a thousand dollars, twelve hours of their time, and they go home miserable. So, like, that—that that isn't to say that the game doesn't mean as much to a player as it does to a fan, but the difference is. It's the job for a player, so there is still something if they don't succeed, whereas a fan is only in it to enjoy themselves, right? Like, the whole point of being a fan of a team is to have fun. So when you spend time and you spend money on a, on a team and you do not get a positive experience back, it's like going to a restaurant and getting a bad meal. And, I, like, I think sometimes that... that that, that fans don't understand why, why athletes are not miserable after losing, it's because they have to go back the next day and do it again. And you can't just be miserable after every time you lose a game. I understand that. But I think sometimes players don't understand that, that this, is, this is like, this is something that, that a fan is purchasing with not just their money, but their time, which is the most valuable thing in, a, in the world for, for a, a you know, for somebody who has a family, uh, a man who has a wife and has kids and has a job and has, you know, other responsibilities, their time is super valuable. So when they decide to spend it on three and a half hours of a football game and then maybe buy a T-shirt or maybe go to a game, they're, 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 they're buying, they're trying to buy joy and entertainment. And when they don't get it back, it feels like a ripoff. And, and you, you, you're upset about that. And it's natural to be upset. Just like if you bought a car and that car didn't perform, you would be mad. If you, bought a, if you went and got a meal at a restaurant, if you spent $500 on a dinner for two and it tasted like crap, you would be mad. And sometimes when, when a team ends the season the way that the Eagles end the season, you feel like you spent a lot of money on a meal and it tasted like crap and you're pissed off and you want to talk to the chef and you want to tell your friends that the chef isn't any good. So I like... I understand why nobody can understand where everyone else is coming from, but it's very different. The experience of a bad football team is very different to a player than it is to a fan. Yeah, no, no, it is. And, and I even mentioned, and, and at some point during the interview with AJ, 
that, you know, being in a position I'm in, I've been on both sides of this thing, obviously not as a star player under the scrutiny that, you know, he may be under or quarterback quarterback may be under, but being an athlete in this town and, and being on a team where they wanted the coach fired and they wanted the quarterback run out of town, um, I've been on that side of it and this side. So I can see, at least I, for as far as I'm concerned, I think that's what Hugh brings to the table. I think that's what uh, Richie brings to the table. And we try to be balanced and fair with, this, with the situation as far as seeing it from, from how athletes or the players in this town can be offended, but at the same time understanding the job that the media has as well as how fans can be upset at times when, when athletes or teams aren't necessarily performing to expectation. Like it's, it's, it's a dance that really all three have to dance together, fans, media, and the players. For sure. And, and you know what? There's going to be a lot of times where, the, like, we're all going to have different motivations. Yep. Like, it, boy, it's great when things are going awesome, right? Like, when, when the Eagles win the Super Bowl and the fans are happy and the media is happy to cover the team and the team's happy because they won and the team makes more money because they're successful and the fans feel like they got their money's worth and have joy and they can, like, I, 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 I didn't think I would ever be this person, but when, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, my grandfather on my mom's side, my pop-up Fred, was like the biggest Eagles fan I ever knew. And after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I, remember, I didn't think I would ever be this person. I went to the graveyard where he was buried and left like a, a, a Super Bowl uh, program at the gravesite. I cried at the gravesite. There's very few things in life that can bring that kind of joy that you don't have anything to do with, right? It's not raising a child. It's not, you know, it's not succeeding. It's the joy that, 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 uh, that the team can bring. But, and those moments are great, but most times those moments don't happen. Most times the team ends up failing, right? And most times we have to figure out what went wrong, not what, what, what went right. And when that happens, like, I, I, I think, like, I think it is fair for A.J. Brown to say, it is fair for an athlete to say, you guys need to give us more grace when we fail. I think, I think it is fair for him to suggest that. But I also think it's fair to say to A.J. Brown, you need to understand why everybody's so pissed off. Like, you need to understand that when... when when you when you do, when the team doesn't perform and then you don't talk for four weeks and then you say that the players are not running the plays that the coaches are calling that we're going to be like well what the hell is going on here right like all that does is is sometimes frustrate people more so i i unless everything's going perfect the media and the fans and the players are not always going to be moving in the same direction and they're not always going to be acting the way that that you want them to act and, and I think at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl every single year. The, uh, the media, even though they're not fans, like, let's not take us because we're a different kind of media. But the beat writers all want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Everything is better for them. You know, the, the, the TV people, the, we, we all want the Eagles to play well. The fans want the Eagles to play well. The Eagles want, to, want the Eagles to play well. It's easy when things are going well. It's when things aren't going well that it's hard. I understand why he's pissed off, but I still think he's wrong. Like, I think he is right in some things he says, but I think he is very wrong in other things that he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think we're, and I think to a certain extent we're all looking for the answer. Maybe the players are looking for the same answer and what the hell happened this year. Yeah. You know? Nah. And, and maybe we'll never know, Spike. I don't know. <laughs> but, but until the actual next calendar year changes as far as 
NFL season, which is March 13th, I believe. That's when the new season oh, yeah. begins. Um, uh, we, we spend time talking about how the last season ended and, and what happened. And unfortunately, this year, you know, it didn't end in the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. Like when last year ended in the Super Bowl loss, nobody was talking about getting rid of this guy or getting rid of that guy or what happened to the team. Hey, we accepted the loss. But when you lose six out of seven games to close out the season, hey, that's going to leave a lot of questions there for a lot of people. 100%. And, and you know what? Like nobody wants us to be talking about the Eagles now. The Eagles wish we would just drop it. But if we stop talking about the Eagles, I can promise you they won't like it. <laughs> like, like, you know, it, that, that's the sort of the, the push and the pull with Philly loving the Eagles the way that they love the Eagles is that it is – February 23rd, the Eagles have not played a game in six weeks, seven weeks. And every day, almost every day, the lead story is still the Eagles. That that is awesome in a lot of ways, and I can understand how it is frustrating in others. But it's how Philly is, and it's how Philly is always going to be. So so there's going to be another Eagles topic on Monday. (laughs) Probably. Probably, buddy. Probably. (laughs) All right, Spike, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it, brother. All right. All right, there he goes. Spike asking. On the other side, if you missed the A.J. Brown interview, don't go anywhere. We, we will replay it in its fullness coming up next on the afternoon show. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's signature menu items, pregame, in-game, or postgame. Chickies and Pete's, the A.J. Brown interview, if you missed it, coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, Valentine's Day and February is when we celebrate our loved ones. Well, this year, the only gift I want is for my loved ones to get screened for cancer. That's my family at home, here at WIP, and you know what? That also includes you, our listeners. Now, partner with the American Cancer Society to remind everyone to get screened. Too many people put off their screenings since COVID, and the best defense against cancer is to get screened and catch cancer early. Talk to your doctor about what screenings are right for you. Visit cancer.org slash get screened. It's your boy, Ike. You know I got nothing but love for you. Get screened. Yes, Phillies baseball makes its return to WIP tomorrow, 1 o'clock. Do not miss that. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Final location near you online at chickiesandpeets.com. The Twitter question today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? So, uh, shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online, marks-jewelers.com. If you missed it, you missed a, a very interesting inter- interview with A.J. Brown. Here it is in its entirety. Uh, A.J. Brown, when he called in earlier to the afternoon show, here it is. Well, he has called in, Ike. Uh, we are lucky to be joined by Eagles star receiver A.J. Brown. A.J., how's it going? It's Jack Fritz, Ike Reese here on WIP. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? What's up, A.J.? What's up? <laughs> All right, so uh, there's been a lot that's been discussed, I guess, about you and what have you in Honestly, I woke up this morning and was surprised about all the stuff about you potentially coming on today. But we're excited. We're, we're, we're excited, man, to have you um, potentially clear up a lot of stuff that's been out there. First of all, is there anything that you particularly want to clear up and that you have to say? No, I, don't, I mean, no, I don't have anything to clear up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, going to talk to you guys and answer whatever question you want to answer. Okay. You need answer, but... Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give you guys like 10 minutes, and after that, then it is what it is. All right, well, let's shoot with it, man. Like I said, we, we appreciate you calling. 
Um, let's get to it. I, I think the first thing most Eagles fans want to know is your state of mind, your, your, your happiness with being an Eagle currently and moving forward. Let's, let's start with that one about your feelings about being a Philadelphia Eagle now and for the foreseeable future. I have no problem. I want to be here. It's as simple as that. I, I love where I'm at. It's as simple as that. Next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so here's another thing that everybody is somewhat been speculating about is the relationship between you and Jalen, right? I, I, I remember last year when you, uh, maybe it was the year before that, when you got traded for and you and Jalen FaceTiming each other and we know how close you guys are and everything of that nature. And it just seems from the outside that maybe there could be something with you two's relationship and whether or not that's an issue. Your, your, what do you say to that? You know, I think that's total BS. You know, I'm not going to get into me and his relationship uh, on the air, but it's total BS, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a problem when I was on my six-game six game streak. It wasn't, they wasn't talking about that then. So they, they only started talking about that when we started losing. So, of course, yeah, you see friction. You see friction from everybody, from, from the coaches, the players, from everybody. So, yeah, so there you go. Okay. Uh, AJ, uh, one thing that also is on the minds of Eagles fans, and they want to uh, make sure they know if it's you or not, is that your Twitter account right now, or is someone else running your Twitter account, or someone hack your Twitter account? So uh, whatever weekend it was, somebody did hang my Twitter account. I got my Twitter account back. So the last week when I called you guys out for your BS, yes, that was to- that was totally me. Last night, yeah, that's totally me. But the other day when uh, talking about whatever, that was not me. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Hard to keep. No, nah, listen. I got, I, got, I got a couple questions for you guys, though. For sure. What's the deal? What's the, what's the deal? Like, you guys are supposed to be supporting Philly, but – you know, it don't turns out turn out it don't turn out to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why why make up so many rumors? You know what I'm saying? Like, because most of the rumors don't don't even be real rumors. These these are rumors that you guys are making up and everybody run with. Like, so what's the deal? Like, well, for us particular, I, I don't think any either one of us have made up any type of rumors about you or anybody else on the team. Um, I know I may have met you once in passing or twice, so you may not even remember me. I know I'm a former player with the Eagles, and that's one thing I don't do is, is make up anything about any player or anything that's going on. Now, we may react to things that are being reported and come up with our own opinion about things and then form questions that we feel is worthy of being discussed with our audience. you got to realize you guys are Philadelphia Eagles. It's the number one sports team in this town, and when things aren't going well with the team, especially from a results standpoint and how the season ends, People are going to speculate. People are going to want to know what happened. And that's a big right. mystery. That's a big mystery as to what happened with this team coming down the stretch. A team that was 10-1 and one and looking like the best team in the league that all of a sudden wins one out of the last six games and goes wow. out in the playoffs in embarrassing fashion. This fan base is going to want to know what happened there. And speculation will happen. And so – but just as far as making up rumors or making up false things, that's not something I know I personally do. My, 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 my uh, co-host right here, this station, we don't really do that. Now, we may bring up a hypothetical quoted, question. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I quoted, Go ahead. A, uh, I quoted a video yesterday with whatever some guy was talking about 
affiliate media is the reason why I, I, I get paid to do this and then right. I, I get cars and ni- nice houses and all that. Like, that's BS. Like, come on. Yeah, and, like, and listen, why, I, go why ahead. Why you I'm, I'm like that? That's, that, that's his personal opinion, and whether it's not a, anything that's factual or have you, but I can understand why that could certainly rub you the wrong way or anybody else is being spoken about in that manner. But, again, that's, that's more or less in a generalization of just basically saying your fans and your media are a big reason why the sport is as popular that it is, and it generates the money that it does. So it's, it's more or less in a generalizing situation that it – to your point, it certainly was directed from some of your actions, but I don't really think it was it was personal towards you. If if that makes any sense. No, I think I think a lot of be personal. I'm sorry, but a lot of stuff be personal towards me though. You know, even like the uh, the whole diva thing and all that's like. I, I mean, listen, I I know you guys. You guys be talking. You guys most majority of the news that come out of your show be negative all the time, and I understand why you're trying to get clicks and views and this and that, but. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's the way to go. I think you should be authentic and you should you should handle it the right way. But that's not how that show been going. And you know what I'm saying? I wanted to come on the show and talk to you guys a little bit and see see what's going on because it, it just doesn't make sense. And I, and I made a statement. You know, we're, like you guys are our biggest haters. Like we got to prove to 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 the media, not not necessarily just your your radio show, but mostly the media that we can play ball or we we can uh, we meet the standard. We should mm-hmm. we should say. And, you know what I'm saying, it shouldn't be like that. You know what I'm saying? I never dealt with nothing, nothing like that. I'm not trying to change the media. I'm not here to change the media. But I just felt like I'm going to give you guys a little 10 minutes and I'm going to answer whatever question you want to answer. And you don't got to – and honestly, I just feel like we gave you the answers. You just – like people just didn't want to accept the answer. And that's all right, too. But you can speculate. You can do whatever. But it just don't – it just doesn't make sense. And it's just not the way to, the way to go. And the only reason I'm really coming on is because I'm really taking up on my teammates. Because half of the stuff that I have for the rumors, is it, it be it really be crazy. So yeah, so that's why that's why I'm here. So let's do it. And, and that's fine, but just know that these aren't. This isn't the place where the rumors start. If there's a report that comes out from a reporter, and he puts his name on it, it's been a couple of those this week. Like that's where that originates. At that's where it starts. I don't know where they get their sources from. Who's telling them what? But this is a in live show that we react to news that's out there and you again you guys play for the philadelphia eagles you're the number one team in this city and you're the team that people most care about so when things are reported pertaining to the team the fans are going to react and media is going to react that's 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 life being here in philadelphia i've been here 26 going on 27 years it's it's what it is and i don't think that's going to change but i don't want you to think that it's anything personal with you and that's why I was more than happy to have you call up. If you need to clear the air about some things, it's not personal with us. I'm not taking offense to anything. I don't think he is. And if you are, no one is trying to offend you. But if you wanted to clear the air about anything, we wanted to give you the opportunity to do that, not for our sake, but for your fans' sake. Like it's, it's, You may think it's just media, but we're just conduits to the fans. And sometimes we are, and, and I know some fans won't necessarily agree with this, but Every fan doesn't think the same. So there are fans that are concerned about certain things that happened with the team this year, and they aren't satisfied that with that. And, that, and that's just something that we, we discuss. And it's just the way that it is. I don't, I don't know how to go about that any differently. It's been that way before I got here, and it's probably going to continue to be that way. That's understandable. 
AJ, I'm curious. You know, you, you said that uh, you guys gave us the answers for what happened on the stretch run. In, in your estimation, what do you think that what, – what is the answer? What do you think happened for that to happen, and, and is this locker room okay? Yeah, the locker room is fine. Uh, like I said earlier uh, in the season – or after the season, whatever, I just said players wasn't executing, like I said in the interview. That's what it came down to. I think the media kind of ran with the coaches. It's the coaches' fault. The coaches didn't prepare us and this and that. I never blame the coaches. I'm not the person to blame the coach. I'm not trying to blame anyone. You know, uh, I'm the guy who's going to look in the mirror and going to challenge everybody else. Like, it was the players not executing, and that's what happened. And if you look back closely, I said it a few, few seconds ago that we were playing like the best team in the league. No, we wasn't. We may have had the best record in the league, but we wasn't playing like the best team in the league. It was like that all year. Yeah. But we was, we were scratching away getting wins. And so – when stuff started to really unravel and stuff like that, stuff started uh, to not go as planned, then you saw you saw what was happening. And then, like I said earlier, it was a domino effect, and it was trying to stop the bleed, and it was just everything was just going too fast at that point. I'm curious, Kellen Moore, new offensive coordinator, has he reached out, and uh, how are you excited to, to work with Kellen Moore, and what do you think he can kind of bring to this offense? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very excited to – to work with him. I talked to him a couple times. Um, but we're not talking about that. We you you y'all you guys want to talk about what happened, so let's talk about what happened. <laughs> well, it's hard. I'm gonna clear this up and I'm gonna move on. Let's do it. Okay, I mean I mean we, we asked I, I like I said, I thought the biggest questions people wanted to know, AJ, is your your happiness uh with being here in Philadelphia. Well, why, Go why, ahead. Would, why would somebody even think that I wasn't even happy? Well, I mean, you didn't talk to the media for a little bit there, and I mean, I mean, you wonder why. You see, you see what it, you see what the media is doing right now. This this past whole month, you wonder why mm-hmm. I'm not talking to them. I don't want to talk to them because no matter what I say, you guys gonna make a story anyway and pinpoint it however you want to pinpoint it. So, and it and it was turned to a fact because it was turned into AJ AJ upset at the Eagles. Not the Eagles are are. Or upset, or you know, it was always AJ, and, and it was always that narrative. And I didn't want to, pick, I didn't want to do my teammates like that. So yeah, so I thought at the time was not talking was the best thing for the, for the team because I didn't want to compound a negative with a negative. We, I mean, you guys see what was going on. We all frustrated, but it ain't nothing we can do about it but go to work, and that's what I was trying to do. Yeah, yeah I mean, listen, I, I like I said, I, I certainly can respect that, and no issue there with that. But the other thing is people speculating about whether or not there's an issue with you and, and Jalen. Again, like I said, you've answered it already. We don't have to belabor that anymore. We can move on from it. I think those are the things, the biggest things that fans wanted to know. Forget about, like, the media. Like, like part of the media, and believe me, I had to learn this coming from being on that side of things to being on this side of things, that – you know, everything isn't as black and white as we may want it to be when it comes to sports there and, and talking about sports. There's a lot of gray area there, and there are times when the media steps oversteps the line. I've, I've been I've been guilty of that myself, but also as a former player, I try to make sure I, I keep those checks and balances there as well because I do understand it from your perspective and your teammates' perspective and the team perspective as well. So. I, I, from 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 us, I'm telling you, we're not here making up anything about you or anybody else. We may discuss hypotheticals and things of that nature. That's part of killing time. That's part of creating content. That's part of what we do as sports talk. 
when you come up with certain scenarios, whether they're going to happen or not. I just don't want you to think that we, as you, again, we appreciate you coming on this show, certainly here, AJ. No one here has made up any rumors about you or anybody else on the team. Like some of the reports we've talked about today came from a TV show on another network from someone uh, outside of this city. And then another report came from um, somebody who's highly respectable in this town that's been covering this team for nearly 30 years, and he has trusted sources, so people discuss that. Other than that, nothing has really been discussed other than speculation about, about the team. I understand. I, I'm not trying to, like I said, I'm not trying to change the media. I know, I know it's going to be like this or whenever it's going to be like this, and, and, and it's going to be like this when I leave. But, uh, but I just, I just truly just feel like I'm just misunderstood as, as a player, as a person. And, and you know, it gets frustrating. It gets frustrating because anything I say, anything I do, it gets magnified times ten. I'm classified as a diva. I want the ball and this and that, blah blah blah. When, 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 when honestly, it's the other way around. When it's the other way around, most importantly, like you see, you see, you see me getting upset on the sideline, um, and, and you automatically think it's about it's about targets. No, no. What if what if I'm holding my players accountable? Mm-hmm. What if what if I'm the guy that pushes pushes everybody in the locker room, make people uncomfortable to try to better themselves for the team? What if I'm that guy? You don't you don't see it as much. You don't see it as much from um, from Jalen because that's not his personality. But but I'm the person. Honestly, I'm the person. I'm I'm the person that you need on the you need on the team because I'm willing to hold people accountable, uh, make make people around me better. But nobody sees that. All you see is a little flare ups and stuff like that. And I can and I can honestly say, and you see the flare ups because nobody in that building works harder than me. Nobody in that building prepares harder than me, more than me. I I can firmly I can stand on that and say that. And that's why you see the passion. That's why you see me react the way I act. Like, because nobody's spending that time like, like me. I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, yeah, so, that, so I, I, I'm misunderstood. I'm not even trying to be understood by people because you're not going to understand me because you're not in my shoes. So, so yeah, I, 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 I honestly, yeah. But I you do realize, real quick, AJ, I don't want to cut you off, but you realize people do want to understand you. Like they do want to understand you. They do want to understand. Think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. The stigma between uh, what To did here and and like they always trying to pinpoint that. No, they 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 really don't. They just they just put me in this bubble with 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 him or whatever he did in the past. And I know him. He's a great person. I'm not trying to talk bad at him, but mm-hmm. I'm my own person. I don't move like that. I don't do none of that stuff. Like you can ask any of my teammates. That's the reason why I'm on the show today. Like I'm the person. I'm the person who stands up to the bully. Like I'm the person. And people don't really understand that. And when the, when the play when the play is needed, I'm the person saying, "Throw me the ball, I get us back going. Give me the ball." Like I'm that person. But nobody sees that. Like I, I give my team energy. I, I give my team uh, this comfortability to, to tell them, "All right, keep pushing. All right, we just had a bad play. So what? Move on. Let's go." Mm-hmm. Like I'm the I'm I'm the firm I'm the firm person in the in the group. But but nobody really sees that. All you see is me getting upset or whatever the case may be. And like I said, I'm human. I may not do it the, the, the best way every single time, but but that's who I am. That's who I'm, I'm forever going to be until I'm 60 under the, under the ground. That's, that's who I am. I'm not going to change who I am. So if you don't like it, you just don't like it because you might want well get in line with the rest of the people. And I'm not just talking about you guys. I'm talking about the media and whoever else. Like I'm my own person. And I'm, I'm not afraid to speak up. And that's why I think it scares a lot of people because – like like today, 
Like, I had the boss to get on your show today. Like, I, I know my worth, and I know what I bring to the table. Yeah, and and we and we appreciate it, man. <laughs> Quite frankly, like I said, we we appreciate it. Uh, nothing being taken personal here. I'm glad you called up, and, and, and believe it or not, I think this is helpful uh, for a lot of us, including media and fans, man, and, and including fans. It, it helps us to get to understand you, what makes you tick, why you do the things that you do, to react the way that you act. I think that there is clarification here. I think that people can come to respect that and not overreact to what we may be looking at on the outside because of what someone did years ago or the way somebody behaved that wasn't you years ago. I think you coming on and, and speaking your truth um, is, I, is perfectly fine. I think that does help to at least clear up a lot of stuff. And it may, do, it may change the narrative, man. You may be surprised that it does change that narrative and you aren't or you won't be as misunderstood moving forward because, quite frankly, brother, whether you believe it or not, people want you here for the rest of your career. They don't want you playing anywhere else. <laughs> they want you to retire in this Eagles uniform. That's what, honestly, and like I said, like I said the other day, listen, I can have plans, but also I also know it's a business. But I can tell you this: I want to be here, and and that's all I can say. So, so yeah. AJ, uh, just last question for 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 me uh, during this. And again, thank you for your time. There's been a lot of reports about people within the Eagles thinking that Jalen needs to be more vocal as as a leader on this team. I just want to give you the opportunity. You know him better than a lot of people. Do you agree with that, or is that something that you don't think is needed? Listen, Jalen is himself. I don't agree or disagree. He's going to be himself, and I'm not the person to try to change him to be, be something that he's not or whatever the case may be. But when things were going really good, you didn't hear those reports. You know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff happened. I mean, the, the, season, the, the season pulled everybody every which way. You know, it was ups, it was downs. It was, it was more downs than ups, but it started off ups. And, and, and now everybody's scratching, everybody pulling, everybody just trying to see what's going on. But when we was winning, we was 10-1 or whatever, you, had, you saw the same reaction him on the sideline. But when we started losing, you still saw the same reaction. So how can you get upset at the same person who's doing the same thing? But a couple months ago or whatever, he was the greatest leader to, to, for, this, for this organization. So, like I said, man, listen, I don't agree or disagree because he's going to be himself, and I, and I want him to be himself. I don't want him to be nobody but himself because if he's not, he's not authentic. So. Well, we're good, brother, unless you got something else, you, you know, you want to get off your chest. No, nah, I don't got nothing to get off my chest, man. I just want to let Philly know I love him. And, and, and everybody who's making those rumors, hey, man, hey, you need to find another job, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. A.J. Brown. Eagles wide receiver, A.J. Brown. Thank you for your time, A.J. Yep. All right. All right. There he goes, A.J. Brown. Very real, very honest, and – I thought very good stuff. Yeah. Very good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, well, yeah, let's go to break and we can come back and dive into it. 215-592. Dive into it, man. 592-9494. Nothing like live radio, baby. Well, there it is. The the, <laughs> the last extra 10 seconds of the A.J. Brown interview. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, just, just really, really interesting stuff. Um, you know, again, there really wasn't. The AJ trade rumors, they started as hypotheticals, and I think they took on a life of its own, um, mm-hmm. and, and that's where it kind of went. I thought you know, one of the most uh, poignant parts of the interview for me uh, was when he said, you know, people 
here wants you to be an Eagle. And that's very clear. I mean, given their reaction to everything with AJ, people wanted to be an Eagle. And I think it's important that, that there might be a, a, a vocal minority right. that is, like, annoyed at, at stuff. But I think 85, 80% of, of Eagles fans, like, love it. I would say 90. 90%? Yeah. Sure. You know, so I think that's important that he, plus. that he knows that. <laughs> um, so I thought it was really good stuff, and, and it really, you know, I, I feel better about the team after listening to it personally. Yeah, I, and listen, I, th- I think it was a good thing. I, I really do. Um, <laughs> you know, people out there that are reacting to the uh, interview, oh, AJ, set those guys at WIP straight. He set them straight. That, we're, we're still going to do what we do here at WIP because I don't think we've done anything wrong. Like, I, like again, I, I try to stress that to AJ. Like, we didn't make up any rumors. Yeah. Like, we, we didn't do that. That didn't happen with anybody here at WIP. Do we react to things out there? Sure we do when stuff is brought up about the team. Do we create content as far as hypothetical scenarios? Yeah, that's part of what that's part of what we do in this business when you talk about sports every day. And we're no different than what they do on ESPN and what they do on FS1 and some of the other things. It's, a, it's the same thing. The great thing about Sports Talk Radio is that we actually get instant feedback from you. <laughs> our listeners, the people that listen. That's the great thing about it, that there is, there is a back and forth there. So I don't, I don't think much will change from that standpoint, but as far as the narrative around him, yeah, sure, I think that should change. I think he answered questions. So we owe him that to sort of move on from the whole idea that he doesn't want to be or him and, him and uh, Jalen don't get along or anything of that nature uh-huh. until something else comes out. But – we're still going to talk about the Eagles every day. Like, that's not going to change. Yep. Uh, although I, I have one request, and after listening to it again, yes, I would like the Kellen Moore question scrubbed, and <laughs> I would like it not to be replayed when people replay the interview. If we could please do that, that would be phenomenal. I would appreciate it. We need a little bit of comic relief in there. Yeah. Well, dude, I listened to it back. I was like, God. I felt, I felt like a weenie. <laughs> no text line today. Uh, but as always, it is brought to you by Mount Holly Nissan. The new 2024 Nissans are arriving daily at Mount Holly Nissan. Minutes from everywhere, just over the bridge, online, MountHollyNissan.com. Robbie, he'll have you next. He'll take you through the rest of the night. He'll continue to break this Oh, He'll react down. to the, the, the A.J. Brown interview for sure. Don't miss that. Robbie, he'll take you through the rest of the night here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hey, tackle your hunger with a Philadelphia original. Of course, I'm talking about my friends at Dietz and Watson. Enjoy endless sandwich combos with freshly sliced meats, cheeses, condiments, and don't forget about their protein-packed Dietz Nuts meat snacks. Pause. Uh, there's something for everyone in the family. Head to DietzandWatson.com to find a local retailer near you and grilling recipes. And put Dietz and Watson at the top of your shopping list. Dietz and Watson, premium meats and artisan cheeses since 1939. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.